Yes, sir. We back for episode 27 of the Augen Brothers podcast. Uh, We're here with my man, High Boy Key. What's up? We got my man, EP Speaks, in the building. What's up? Man, we got a couple of my brothers out this week. Uh, one is at the uh, Texas A&M. Uh, Clemson game. He repping his, his Clemson Tigers. They're in a dog fight right now. And then we got my man JD. He down there in Alabama representing Alabama State in Tuskegee. So go Tuskegee all day. So Key, what's up, man? How, how you doing today? Doing great, bro. You know, some lot of big games on this weekend. There's a lot going on in the sport world. A lot didn't happen. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot we can get into today. They gave us a lot of content today. Yeah, absolutely, bro. It's a lot going on in the sports world. I'm good to have my man E.P. Speaks back in the building. Yes, sir. Know. So, you know, what's up, man? How your week been? Man, my week has been awesome because we got my man back in the building. Uh, Look, we, 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 we going <laughs> to definitely dive into that one. We definitely going to dive into it. Now we just got to do one more thing and we'll be straight. Man, y'all got two more things y'all need to do. You ain't got just one. You got to do two more things. But look, man, like I said, you know, we don't want to forget about the college football that's going on. Um, there's a big, big games that got going on right now. We got the Texas A&M uh, Clemson game going on right now. Like I said, in a dog fight. Um, Paul Feinbaum came out this week um, saying that he would take Jimbo Fisher over Dabo Sweeney as a coach. So, so since you say he's crazy, uh, East Speed, what, what, what you think about that? I mean, you know, Jimbo been around for a minute. You know, yep. everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, Dabble was reaching, I mean, he's reaching that, uh, that pinnacle that only a few college coaches, you know, have ever been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting up there with Nick now. Then with Nick having the, those uh, all perennial teams, you know, for him to be knocking them out the box every year, I mean, you, you just can't overlook what he's been doing. Yeah, Dabo, he 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 rolling, bro. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know if they paying them players down there, Clemson. <laughs> no, you know everybody. Pay everybody them. pay everybody. <laughs> everybody sliding a little bit under the table, dog. <laughs> everybody pay everybody. They get top dollar down there. Yeah, they, they must, bro. Like I said, he, Dabo has uh, that program humming, bro. Like uh, he keeps his coaches. Um, you see, even with Alabama, they got a lot of coaches that leave, and you know maybe that could be, you know how they program sometimes could be, you know, a little inconsistency. But, man, Clemson Dabble has that thing rolling, bro. Like, you know, he bring in Trevor Lawrence, and, you know, he got another year. Like, you, you're in contention. You got a quarterback, dog, you got a shot. Man. And I think that's what, for me, separates, you know, him from Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher is a great coach, um, but he hasn't been able to win that big game. When is the last time he won anything? That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, they won an ACC championship like in uh, 2010 when they had uh, my man E.J. Manuel, probably the last quarterback. Um, but he hasn't won that big game to get over the hump. And that's why I would take Dabo over Jimbo Fisher. Even though Jimbo Fisher is a good coach, 
but Dabo has done it in the biggest moments, and that's oh, what yeah. you want out of your coaches. So what you think, Keith? Yeah, I agree with everything you guys are saying. How can you not go with somebody who don't won, what, two championships out the last, what, four years? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, yeah, both are great coaches, but at the end of the day, it's about winning. Yep. And it's about winning championships. Absolutely. So how can you go with a coach who, are, who is not winning the championship? Now, I love what he's doing with Texas A&M. He definitely have turned that program around. Mm-hmm. But this is a big day to even get in that conversation. You got to beat that boat today mm-hmm. to get in that conversation. Oh, yeah. But for the for like Elliot and Raymond said, you, how can you go with someone who's knocking Alabama out the last yeah. two out of three years? Yeah, bro. Dominated them last year. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. This is like, you thought like, damn. <laughs> People was like shocked when Alabama got dominated the way they did by uh, Clemson last yeah. year. Yeah. So we definitely, definitely got to go with Clemson coach. Okay. Yeah, that boy, like I said, man, he getting top, top, top talent. They're playing well. They're playing good money out there in Clemson. The <laughs> Deep Springs, I know you out there with the uh, at the game checking everything out, bro. You know, you know, make sure you talk to the alums and see how much they paying them boys out there, bro. You know what? You know what Clemson remind me of when Miami was in their heyday. Why you gotta bring Miami up? Say, brother, you is the you. We I ain't gonna say we back. Like you said, we got buzz. Y'all definitely not back. We but. we got the buzz, but at the end of the day, if you don't have a quarterback, bro, you don't have nothing. nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. it don't matter how much talent you have. You know, if you don't have a signal caller that can control the game, make the big throws, it doesn't matter what type of talent you have. But just to make a comparison, you know, when Miami was rolling in their heyday, they had first-round talent. They would, Man, their whole team was going first round. And we look at what they did last year with Clemson, they pretty much their whole D-line went first round. Yeah, and, yeah. and that brings me to a point because, you know, is it Trevor Lawrence or is it everybody around Trevor Lawrence? He got talent, Miami bro. Great. But you can see the throws. Like the throw I saw earlier, bro, when he dropped that thing in right between the corner and the, and the safety, that takes talent. Like you yeah. have to have anticipation. You got to have accuracy. And like he has it. He like as a true sophomore. Too, no, but hey, but you can have all the time in the world and not complete a, a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he, you can tell he has everything you need in a blue chip quarterback. I think really and true, he can go to the NFL right now. He could. He can go right now. He's just a true sophomore, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't doubt that he's got talent. He definitely has talent. Mm-hmm. But I look at everybody that Clemson has put back there, mm-hmm. you know, has done well. You oh, know, absolutely. Nobody's, you know, nobody has, like, flopped that they put back there. Mm-hmm. They had the one kid, I think he lost one game, mm-hmm. and he ended up having to, they shipped him out of there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tra- he transferred to Missouri. Lost. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but he was a good player, but. You know, they've reached that point to where you expect them to win every game. They should. So they they schedule soft. Yeah. So if they, they schedule real soft. Game, you know, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But and, they ain't a tough one today, though. And, and, and it's helped to play in a weaker conference, but they still beat the teams they supposed to beat in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Even though they play a weaker conference, but like I said, they dominated Alabama last year. Mm-hmm. They're in a dogfight today. And I think they're going to take a step back this year. Like so? we talk about that D line. That D line. You got a quarterback throwing that dime like he just threw that? Yeah. Bro, <laughs> I don't care what kind of D line you need to have, though. But, but, but no, I think they're still going to be a great team. It's not going to be more of a domination when you play. But their like, schedule is super soft, though. But I'm talking about when you get in the playoffs, you're playing like the top of echelons of competition. Oh, absolutely. They're going to sweep through their conference. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They toughest games. They toughest games was today. And Syracuse next right. week, and we saw what happened. Syracuse, yeah, Syracuse, Syracuse beat them last night, last year on uh, Thursday night when Kelly Bryant kind of got banged up a little right. bit. Um, but 
Syracuse, 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 like they didn't took a, a step back. Yeah, bro. Maryland put a, a whooping <laughs> on them today. Yeah. No, that boy put up sixty three on them yeah. on uh, yeah, like Syracuse today. Like high school team. No, you know they, they got that they got that work, dog. But you know what I'm saying. I think I take Dabo, and I think we all in agreement. You know, Dabo is a way better coach than Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher just hasn't won that big game and got their teams over the hump when he was at Florida State, and now that he's at Texas A and M in year two. I don't know, you know, what can he do? But, you know, we got another big game of two top ten teams. Uh, we dived in a little bit last week on the LSU-Texas game. Um, it's down in Austin. I'm sure LSU has probably got probably 20,000 fans trying to be down there. And oh, Death Valley, Valley going to be. <laughs> I'm we ain't in Death Valley, but we're going to make Texas Death Valley. So, since you, since Keith, since you're repping your LSU Tigers, bro, give me a couple key factors um, for y'all pulling this, this thing off tonight? Well, the defense always have been great. Mm-hmm. Now it's the scene today is what the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. have brought to the table. I like the way the offensive plays we ran last week, yeah. but it's on the play calling, spreading them out, and, and I always say, and Barrow we trust. Barrow we trust? Barrow we trust, but we got to let him go. He have to throw 25 times okay. tonight. We have to be 25 passes and by 20 runs 20 runs that's all yeah you're gonna get about 60 possessions in the game most likely but i think we should well 50 50 split we cannot just come out and i just the key of the game is gonna come down to turnovers turnovers you have to protect special teams and it always come down to that just the fundamentals of the game every Mm -hmm. time we look at a game it's who win a turnover battle Mm -hmm. who win a special team battles and and who can dominate the time of possession? Yeah, I mean, Texas uh, is definitely – it's going to be a tough game. I, yeah. I, I like LSU for this because, mm-hmm. to me, Texas hasn't really worked their way back yet. Uh, they got the new guy in from Houston, I think, last year. Uh, that's the new coach there in Texas. So, they're, they're going in the right direction. And, you know, being the school that they are, they're going to always get, you know, the top talent. Top talent yeah, right. You know? so they're going to always get them big guys up front, right. them big guys on the line. You know, so it's just a matter of, you know, their quarterback. Uh, their quarterback, to me, is the key uh, to how successful of a year they're going to have. And I think he's going to be on the, on the stress all night because our defense, I think our D-line will be coming. But that's, that's the key, though. Like, I think really and truly you have to keep Edling in the pocket. Yeah. I think you have to make him that one-dimensional just a thrower and not be able to get out of the pocket and make plays with it late. And I think that's what really hurt LSU. It doesn't matter how great your secondary is, and LSU has one of the top secondaries in, the, in all of college football. But when they're in scramble mode, right. do you come up? Do you stay on your receivers? I think that's what's the key for me with LSU. Their defense has to keep him in the pocket because if he get out and make plays with his legs, it, it, it's, it's going to be like open season. And I think they know that because he kind of reminds me of a Tebow but a better thrower, mm-hmm. yep. if I can say. Yep. But, and, and like you said, exactly, the game plan is to make him a pocket passer. Yep. And I think LSU always had a great D-line, mm-hmm. linebacker. So I, I, I think I, a lot of people think this is going to be a close game, but I see LSU winning this by 10. By ten, by ten. That's a that's a, that's a, that's a that's a big statement, bro. I really see that. So so is this a game that LSU is supposed to win? Is, it, is this yes? A- if if you want to if you want to send a message to like the Alabamas and the Clemson, mm-hmm. LSU got to send a dominate like we are here for not to just win nine games. Like we are here to compete for a playoff. And because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, with Coach O down there, it's like how many so so seasons can he? 
It ain't too many, bro. But I've been I've been surprised with Coach O. When they first hired Coach O, bro, I was like, this is the worst hire ever. (laughs) But Coach O is playing to his strength. He know he's not an offensive coordinator. He went and got him an offensive coordinator. And I think he and Coach O know that. He's judged on really beating Alabama. Uh, that's what that's 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 the benchmark of what LSU is. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like when you go into any college football team and you got your rival, yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, Grambling, Southern. Right. Like you look, you circuit that schedule as a new coach. Right. This is the team we have to beat. Right. And when you and Coach O was hired at, at uh, LSU, the standard is not to win nine games. No. You know what I'm saying? It's not to win. 10 games and right. go to the Peach Bowl or right. go to the Gator Bowl. No. It's a contempt for a national championship and beat Alabama because Alabama has really and truly been whipping up on LSU for the past 12, 11 years. And until that happens, Coach O would never be really accepted at LSU right. as being that guy. And I think today is one of those statement games exactly. because when LSU was looking for it, when Les Miles was gone, they were looking at their head coaches, and Tom Herman was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Tom Herman was one of those hot coaches at Houston, yeah. fast break offense, something that LSU wanted, right. and what they've been missing because you know LSU's been really just about you know power eye, yeah. old schools, school Big Ten football, smash mouth, and that doesn't win. Like you look at these high schools now, man, these kids fast break ninety plays a yeah. game, mm-hmm. like they are all on it. And I think for Coach O, he wants to show. Look, this is a game that I, I am one of the best coaches in the, in the college I was football. Wondering, I was wondering to myself, you know, when I was looking at this game earlier, you know, what is LSU's identity? Are, are they, uh, you know, are they trying to become a high-powered offense where they throw the ball all over the field like mm-hmm. Oklahoma State does mm-hmm. or Oklahoma does? Or are they just going back to that whole traditional, uh, you know, running down your throat, power high football, mm-hmm. throw, you know, set the used to run and set up the pass, right? Uh, you know, kind of offense. I think they've kind of been like the last couple of years. You don't know, you don't know what kind of team they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you just every week you come in wondering, all right, what are they going to do today? Right. You know, to try to get it done. And I think being off balance like that is kind of what kept them from getting to the next level. Right. They just got to pick a lane, you know, and just go. You, you know, go ahead, King. And I. Well, looking at the game last week, even though I know we played a lesser competition, I just love it. It wasn't even lesser, bro. It was like, like y'all might be even catching them boys. Like you was playing the boys and girls. Club. Yeah, bro, that, that was embarrassing, bro. <laughs> but, but I, even though that, right, it showed me the offensive. Even though you was playing a lesser team, it showed me the play calling. Mm-hmm. So, are you gonna have that same mindset because you playing a Texas A and M, or are you gonna get? You know what I'm saying? What's the word I'm looking for? Like, you're going to get reserved. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to come out with the same Yeah, you're going to be conservative. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, you're going to come out and say, look, like Elliot said, we're going to show the world we're going to be this spread offense, balanced team. We're not just going to try to get in a power eye and just pound you mm-hmm. and and, just, and live like let's, let's uh, contend on our defense as long as we don't turn over. You got to let Burrow go. And I think – So, you saying let him go like – like he he's an elite quarterback. Yes, you he have to that decision. If, yes, you have to if okay. you're trying to if you're trying to win a national championship. That's live or die right there. But you got to live and die with it because we know the other way don't work. Right, it, it gets you nine wins. Yeah, but it don't get you in the playoffs. But I think too, even if you give you nine, I think with LSU's offense, they don't have that that go to running back this year. Nah. like it's almost running back by committee. It is, and you know I don't know. Sometimes you got to have that guy. I don't think so. They, they've had the talent though. They've had guys. They had Fournette. You know, they, did they win the championship? 
It, I mean, it does the style of offense. Yeah. Right. Like those two type of players wasn't the type of running back that fit a spread offense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you got, uh, you know, some 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 t- different type of backs yeah, this year. A, yeah, and when you have a running game like that, mm-hmm. you got to have the defense to support that. And they, got that. they, they always got that. Because that offense, you know, when Geis and uh, and Fournette was there, you know, they're going to try to control time of possession. Mm-hmm. But when the other team get the ball and go down and score – in two minutes, yeah. you know, you just can't do it. You can't do that. That's but but it, it, it wasn't never a def- the offensive score. Because even when we were losing to Alabama, they wouldn't score over 17 points. Yeah. But it, eventually, it was your defense out when you keep going three and out. Oh, absolutely. You can't tell your defense for however minutes they play in a, in a college game. I don't, I, I don't know. But in four quarters, you can't. So you can't go sit down. It's time to get back up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but if you're scoring, it don't matter. Right. <laughs> if you're scoring points, you know, you can score as quick as you want. And, you right. know, the defense get hyped. But uh, what's, what's your prediction for tonight? Can you say a 10-point win? What's the score? I, I, I'm going to go LSU 27. That many points, huh? Yeah. I, with our new offense. Oh, yeah. I think we put up 27. We're going to see. I, I, I Like 27-13. Wow. Y'all yeah. shutting them boys out. We shutting them out, bro. I think it's gonna be domination tonight. Uh-huh. We coming out to send a message to the to the to to, to everybody in college. Oh yeah? Everybody? Everybody. Everybody can get it? Everybody can get it. Uh-huh. Even Alabama. Even Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. We gonna, like, yeah, right. The, the streak <laughs> and, and and everybody think the streak stopped this year. Oh yeah? Yes. So, you, so you and James got a bet? Hey man, James got a bet. <laughs> All right. You yeah. hear say JD, I know you looking. I uh, hope you're enjoying yourself uh, in Alabama. But James say, put the money up, though. You know, money talk at the end of the day. EP, what you what, what you got on the score tonight? Um, well, first, it's hard to win on the road in college football. Absolutely, especially um, in Austin. Yeah, when you, when you got two when you got two real teams, mm-hmm. it's hard to win on the road in college football. And and so I I don't think LSU gets it done tonight. Mm. I do think it's going to mm. be a close game. You heard it here. Uh, you said you don't think they get it done, or you think they get it done. I think they don't get it. Done. Oh, you heard that man? Oh, that man said don't. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm looking at. I think it's going to go down to about. It's, it's going to be low scoring though. I think it's going to be 24-17 Texas. That's, I I got it. 24-20. I think LSU will win tonight. Um, I think. It, it, I think their defense is going to make enough plays to put them over the hump and not put Burrow in a situation where he has to go out and win it. I mean, has he improved over last year? Absolutely. But I wouldn't put the the house on Joe Burrow as Keon saying Burrow we trust to go out here and win a game. But, you know, it's going to be an exciting game. I'm definitely going to be watching. Um, be be sitting there making sure you know my man Key don't get too too excited for himself when they you know lose, <laughs> if they lose I don't want you to like you know go suicide. Well, my bro. DVR will be on record because I probably won't see it live. But in Borough we trust. In Borough we trust. Yeah. But now that we transition to a little bit of NFL, they kicked off on Thursday night. Thursday night uh, one of the longest uh, history uh, you know, franchises in football, um, the Packers and the Bears. Um, it was a very interesting game. It wasn't uh, offensively. It wasn't you know, fire, opening. It yeah. wasn't fireworks. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't fireworks. <laughs> um, but you know, like I say it was an inter- inter- interesting game. Um, a lot of different intrigue to it. Um, so, Elliot, you know, what, what did you think about um, what you saw on Thursday night from the Packers and what you saw from the Bears? Well, I think everybody was kind of waiting to see. You know, with Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur, right, how's the offense going to look? Mm-hmm. You know, under this new coach. 
Uh, I think the fact that he didn't play all preseason, I think it showed. I think when he yep. came out, he was just rusty. You know, it just it took him it took him a whole half to really get in rhythm. Mm-hmm. But I think once he sort of got in rhythm, it was more so. Uh, it was one. It was the Bears have a great defense. Yeah. So it's, you can't overlook how their defense is. But I think once Aaron Rodgers got in rhythm. I think it was just a matter of time. You all, you almost knew a big play was coming, right. and it was every other every other down. It was like they just missed, just missed something, and then he hit the uh, hit the guy with that bomb, and that's what really got him started. But I think on the other side of the ball, I, to me, Chicago they got to take a look at Trubisky. Oh, okay. He three years in, and he's he's not looking any better now than he did when he first got there. But they knew. He was real raw coming out of Carolina. Like, being able to just have 12 starts under your belt coming out of college is not the most ideal situation. But you chose this guy over Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. I, I mean, so I agree. Like, to me, you, right. I mean, they, they management got to be like, what did we do? You know, <laughs> right, like, right. what were we thinking? Yeah. You know, whoever right. came in and, and, and uh, you know, argued on uh, drafting Trubisky, now, he didn't get fired. Yeah. You know, because it, it don't make any sense at all. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if it wasn't for that defense, you know, they wouldn't have been as close as it was. Yeah. But, but Trubisky just looked – I mean, he just looked bad. You yeah, know, I mean, I know it's the first game season. Everybody's not going to be sharp. You know, but he just – I mean, I saw some throws where he just – guys were wide open. And he just threw yes. it over the head. Do so you think – so do you think him not playing much in the preseason kind of, you know, affected him as well? I know Aaron Rodgers didn't take any snaps, but Aaron Rodgers is a – you know, a ten year vet. Dude, I'm like a very long time. I'm like, if Tom Brady can play in the preseason <laughs> at 40, 50 years old or whatever, yeah. yep. you know, and he, all them Super Bowl rings he got, then if I'm quarter, if I'm uh, if I'm coaching the team, you playing in the preseason. I, I need I need to see, you know, because mm-hmm. you can't even in practice, you you just can't simulate that game speed, right? You know, especially when the quarterback, because one, you know, ain't nobody gonna hit you in practice. True. So you ain't even got to be – when you drop back, you ain't even thinking, oh, okay, well, I got to avoid this rush or whatever. Mm-hmm. So to me, I, you got to play at least a series or two yeah. uh, in the preseason. If you don't, you, you just, you're going to get that. You're going to be rusty. And in 16 games in the NFL, you can't afford to drop one. Division game at that. Division game at that. you was rusty. You yeah, what, what you got, Key? Yeah, um, I'm going to go a little twist. If I'm a Green Bay fan, I'm going to look concerned. Okay. Because for the last two years – you haven't made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You got an all time. Some people call Aaron Rodgers one of the, the best, one of the greatest, the best quarterback in the game. Yeah. To put up what ten points, mm-hmm. it's kind of concerning for me. Uh, you got a when Jimmy Graham went there, everybody was saying he got a great weapon, and Jimmy Graham is just gonna go put up the numbers he was putting up in the Saints offense with Drew mm-hmm. Brees. Yeah. And with Trubisky, I know they they spent their money on defense. Yep. And that's clear. And he ain't really got the weapons around him. And of course, he got some throws where he should have made in that game and everything. But I'm going to look at it like this Chicago looked at it like we hold Aaron Rodgers down, the money we spent on defense at 10 points. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a couple more plays where we can score at least 17 points or 14 yeah. points. There's a pathetic. Yeah. So I think that's their mindset. Their mindset, like the old Ravens, with Ray Lewis and everything. If we can hold you to ten points, yeah. and we can try to squeak out two touchdowns yeah. and a couple of field goals, mm-hmm. we'll be right there. And, and when the playoff times come, that's that's the type of defense you need. 
Yeah. Because, do, you, do you think it's a little concerning from Chicago standpoint? If you looked at the game, uh, Khalil Mack really wasn't getting it. No. But I mean, even though they sacked Rodgers five times, but Belaga was putting putting some work on Khalil Mack for real. But you have other complimentary players. Yeah. That when he getting chipped, and you might he might get double team and chip. Mm-hmm. So you hit him, and another player hit him. Yeah. But the other players are stepping up and making plays too. Yeah. And yeah, and 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 I think. But as a Green Bay fan, I'm concerned right now. Really? Yeah, because you got they got a tough schedule. Oh yeah, I mean at the end of the day, I think for me, for what Green Bay looked like, yes, when but really Rodgers hasn't used his tight end really since Jermichael Finley. No. And that offensive line, bro, he ain't giving time. He ain't getting any time to really just sit back there. And yeah, he ain't patting that thing like he used yeah, to. Yeah, he, he not he not mobile like yeah, he used to be either. Yeah. To be able to escape the pocket, be right. able to you know step up in the pocket, kind of you know moving around and try to still get rid of the ball. Um, I think from a from an offensive standpoint, they did okay, but they they started a little slow. I don't know if it's because Rodgers didn't play all the preseason or he had a little bit of a back trouble. Um, he didn't play much, um, but like I said, it is cause for concern because he really wasn't getting the ball and moving right. Devontae Adams around a lot and being yeah. creative from an offensive standpoint. They pretty much was put Devontae Adams on the outside. Um, the guy number twenty three, uh, uh, Kyle Fuller just locking him up really and truly, and they play a cover two scheme. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think they could have been more creative from an offensive standpoint to move their best players around. You know, and I think the young players for Green Bay has to step up too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Allison, Alamo, and V-Ling, or whatever his name is, they have to step up to be able to give Devontae Adams some help <laughs> when – I think Matt LaFleur offense is not as creative as Mike McCarthy used and, to be. And that's what I was going to say. I was like, you know, they brought Matt LaFleur in, you know, to be, I guess, you know, he's that, ex, yeah, that new genius or whatever. And I don't see, but, how, I don't yeah. see why, because Tennessee ain't had no job. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm, I, I don't <laughs> Wait, get come it. on, man. Because I didn't see anything. I didn't, you know. Tennessee no, had nothing. Yeah. And, and, and Rodgers has been getting a pass for the last three years. Oh, yeah. It's time to put the spotlight on it's him. Time, it, it, like this year, this year. Mm-hmm. I don't want, you, you got the coach, you got Mike uh, fired. Yep. And I want to see coaches now, preseason, I always say it, preseason is definitely need to, need to show a lot on. People take preseason for granted. Like, we don't need to play them. Like Elliot said, if Tom Brady, that's why I like the Patriots way. Mm-hmm. Tom, They got Tom Brady playing preseason like the second preseason. Game. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and they the one was, he the one was, six, six titles. And if Tom Brady can play a preseason game, Nobody is them from playing preseason. And I and I go a lot on what you do in the preseason because it's going to show me what you want doing in regular season. Because you're going to show me what your rookie's doing. You're going to show me what your vet's doing. It's just, it's just it, and and I'm just, as a Green Bay fan, and I oh, got. Oh, you say you're a Green Bay fan? No, I'm just saying, if you are a Green <laughs> Bay fan. But I do got, do I, I do got the tight end in my fantasy. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Graham. He's Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Actually, he looked good that other night. He looked he, good. He caught the jump pads, but yeah. he, he ain't running the routes like yeah. he was running. He's slow, was, though. He, he, that yeah. wasn't no design play. Right. He just you threw know, that thing up. Jump jump ball. Yeah, he just he threw that jump. ball over there. You know, right? He only had like 20, 30 yards in passing yards. Yeah. But I think with your expectations of what Graham has got to be dumbed down a little bit. Yeah, you think because he got Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's not the Jimmy Graham of old. You know, and sometimes when you leave a team, the grass is not always green on the other side. You know, when he left to go to Seattle, he was like, oh, man, I'm going to Russell Wilson, man. I'm about to be dominant. Breeze had that boy at all-time pro level. But it's John Payton with the play call. Yeah. That's what it is, That's too. Right? Yeah. It's that, that offensive scheme yeah. that coming out of uh, New Orleans, 
that I think, I mean, obviously Graham is a great player, mm-hmm. but, you know, some coaches just know how to get the best out of that personnel that they right. have. Right. And they was putting him in the best situation right. possible. So I, it, I wish he had stayed there. To me, yeah, he, he probably, stayed. I don't know if he could afford him or what, but mm-hmm. I'm sure he looks back on it now thinking, yeah. man, I should have just stayed right there where I was at. Yep. Right. But sometimes <laughs> cats know? need to go get money, yeah. but sometimes it don't always equate to wins. You know. And, you know, like then, then, yeah, yeah, all happiness. Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy and, and you got all this money in the world and you're not winning, right. then, like, what are you doing? Yeah, because yeah, he probably got what? I don't even know if he got 10 attempts thrown to him. Yep. In New Orleans, he was averaging about 15, 16 attempts. Well, because Drew, Drew know, I mean, a lot of it's Sean Payton, but, you know, a lot of it's Drew Brees, too. Yeah. I think he just understands how to spread the ball around, yeah. you know. Uh, and so, and they, a lot of times, I'm saying last year, they got a lot of people open, right. you know, but still he finds a way to try to keep everybody happy, right. you yeah. know, and I don't know if it's uh, Sean Payton and the, it was the game plan, he just said, all right, you know, we'll do 10 over here, 10 over there, 10 over here, but they just always seem to be able to spread the ball around and keep all their receivers happy. Yeah, so, so we're going yeah, so to stick with the NFL. We, we, something we're going to probably try this season, being that it's the NFL, you know, we're going to have like the all game brother picks. You know, there's too many yeah. NFL games to really pick them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna kind of, you know, start picking the the, the, the top games of NFL week. But I this think week. we can. I think we can do it all. It ain't that many games. Uh, I mean, it's enough. So I want to pick it's like. A the, lot. <laughs> that's, that's, it's a but lot. we can have a one quick answer. It ain't gotta be. Man, you know, nobody ain't giving no one quick answer, man. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kind of pick some of the top top games. Right. Like the early game, I think, which is gonna be probably a good one. Is going to be the Falcons uh, at Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a game where Matt Ryan, you know, with Julio getting his new money, right. the Atlanta offense, can Dirk Cutter be able to get something out of Matt Ryan when he had, right. you know, a couple years ago, um, Kirk Cousins. Like, it, it, it's time now yeah. to, to win those big games and show why you, you was able to Second get. Cousin, like. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Like Shannon Carl. Yeah, he's a step cousin. <laughs> Right. So to you know, be able to you know get a three year, eighty four million dollar all guaranteed. It's time to put up a shut up. Yeah, because I ain't hear that. You like that in a minute. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what are you guys looking at in Atlanta on the road going to Minnesota? Okay. Well, I'll jump in that. So I, I'll put out. Well, go ahead, Key. I mean, since you want to insert yourself in yeah, this conversation, go ahead. Because me and Ellie, we play like a little pool at work, right? Uh-huh. I don't need to put that out, but <laughs> <laughs> it's for free. It's for free. It's for free. <laughs> but. On my pool, I did I did pick Atlanta. I pick Atlanta on the road. Okay, on the road at Minnesota because I don't believe in Cousins, and I think Matt Ryan is going to put a lot of pressure on him to score points. Yeah, and I think they're going to end up having to throw more than they want to throw in that game. I think Julio happy. He just got his deal. Yeah, so I'm going with Atlanta because. And I felt like Atlanta was a good team last year. They just had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And it was in a lot of games. Yeah. But they lost at the end. Yeah. So, until Cousins showed me that he can, you know, perform at a high level when it's time to make a crunch time, not throwing interceptions. Or, so, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Atlanta in that game. All right, cool. What you, what you got? What's your analysis, uh, EP? I, I'm actually going with Minnesota in this one. Mm-hmm. I do. I think, uh, I think obviously – Kurt has a lot to prove, you know, because mm-hmm. last year was underwhelming for him. Yep. You know, so I think he's got a lot to prove. They're getting the running back uh, back yeah, that yeah. was hurt, yeah, you know. So I, I think he's going to be anxious to, to do his thing. Uh, they still got great receivers there mm-hmm. in Minnesota. 
Uh, they still got a great defense. Yep. I mean, they always have a solid defense. I think it's going to be difficult for uh, Atlanta to come up there on the road. I mean, obviously, yeah, they got Julio, and but they're still that's still a great defense they're going against. Uh, so I do like uh, Minnesota in a close one. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they field goal kicker might do them right this time. Hope so so I, I do like uh, Minnesota by a field goal in this one. Okay, yeah, I, I like Minnesota playing at home. Um, I think the the matchup really the truly to watch is Deion Jones versus Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is one of those running backs. He's a dual threat. Um, they really missed him last season with the hamstring injury. Um, and then that put a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. to be able to get the ball to Diggs, get the ball to Thielen, you know, get the ball to uh, Rudolph. And I think having Dalvin Cook in a running game takes the pressure off Kirk to have to be that guy. True. You know what I'm saying? So if you can have Dalvin Cook get you 100 yards mm-hmm. and be able to control the ball, I definitely see Minnesota winning by seven. I think it'll be 20, really? 20 to 27. I think, I think they win by seven, brother, because I don't see Atlanta – back half, even though they got, you know, Neil back, you know, they, they held it the first game of the year. I don't see how they're going to stop Thielen and Diggs. Like, they are the two of the best, one of the two of the top combos in all of the NFL. Yeah. Them boys are, are like that. And then when you add in a back that can come out the backfield and be a game changer, Deion Jones got to now keep an eye on Dalvin Cook. Can he get back in coverage? So I got Minnesota winning that game um, in a close one by seven. Uh, we got another big game. I don't know if it's a big game, but, you know, since we're in the Maryland, D.C. area, we could talk about the Redskins and Philly. Um, Redskins going up to Lincoln Financial. Do you think Keith Keenum is that guy to bring the Redskins through the season, or do you think uh, my man out of Ohio State going to, you know, soon to take over, and who are you going to pick this week? Well, I'm going to go with Philly. Mm-hmm. And I think because Philly at home, it's a division game. I, I got it being a close game. I think a lot of people probably got Philly just, you know what I'm saying, blowing them out. But when it comes to division games, rivalries, I'm going to go with Philly because I think um, that, that's just the, just the home noise, just being playing at home. I think the quarterback from Philly, he got a lot to prove. Yep, everybody, You got to stay healthy. Yeah, everybody yeah. thinking, like, did we even make the right choice? Or letting the backup go to Jacksonville, mm-hmm. uh, just keeping him. So Nick Foles, yeah. yeah, Nick Foles. So, I, and I think um, the Redskins just, I, 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 like we don't know what type of team they are. Are you a running team? You're a defensive team? Yeah, I don't know what throw, the, Like, what is your identity? Key, I think. Key, how tall are you, Key? I'm six four. I think you could play receiver for the uh, Redskins. I think though. I can. No, no, you probably could suit up and get some money. Though. I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a little. You could be a possession receiver. Yeah, I, I get you five six. Let me run a slant. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they ain't got no receivers outside of Paul Richardson, right. bro. They, so, they they cut uh, Dotson their first round pick out of yeah. TCU. He signed with Minnesota, so I, I I don't see the Redskins really putting up a fight. Yeah, and, and to me, their best player. Uh, is that I don't even know if he's playing that tight end Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. Jordan. Same and he can't stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. he's their best player. Yeah. I don't even see if it's health. I just think though, like he need to almost think about retiring. Yeah, right. All the concussions he no, no, like, it's just ridiculous. You don't want to get to a point where like man, I can't even know what my name is yeah, in the right. morning. Like I can't, right. I just can't he's function. A great right. No, he's a talent. He's a talent, and I I would never draft him in fantasy. No, he because no, he, he, he might play five games for you. Yeah, yeah. bro. No, you, you know, he, he walking in the locker room, he might get a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, I think uh, you know, uh, Key is right that 
anytime NFC East uh, two teams are playing each other, it's always a battle. Yeah. Uh, and I think this one really won't be any different initially. Yeah. I think in the first quarter, uh, I think the Redskins, you know, will put up a fight. But I think by the time we get to about the middle of the second quarter, that's when Philly gonna start to just pull away. Because uh, it just comes down to Philly's just way more talented. Got more talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just overmatched. Yeah, Elliot, yeah. what you think about them getting D Jack back? I mean, I think one to me that's a major thing yeah. because I mean he takes the top off, yeah. you know. So and then with a guy like Carson that can throw that thing probably right. seventy yards in the air, yeah, he easily, got talent, bro. You know, I, I like it, and I don't, you know, I hate it because I'm a Cowboys fan. But D Jack is scary. Yeah. You know, every time he's out speed. there. That dude about 33, yeah. 34. <laughs> Still run by the 4-3. Every time he's he out him, there, you, you just know the potential, right. you know, for a big player is coming. And, and they put him on special teams. Right. You know, when he on punt return, you yeah, hopefully he ain't going to be on that. You right. know. Hopefully, because he's about 50. You know, still so getting up there in age. Should be on that, yeah. But well, still can run by the 4 3 4. Oh, yeah. Boy, blazing, yeah. bro. Yeah. I got. Wake yeah. him up at 2 in the morning and he'll run 4 3. Yeah, he didn't even need to stretch. <laughs> like, we used to be when we were like 14, yeah. 15. Like, yeah. man, I don't need to stretch. Man, I'm out here doing my thing. But I got I got Philly blowing these boys out. There's really nothing to even talk about. Uh, Redskins don't have really nothing going on with their team. Um, but, you know, shout out to the Redskins fans. Haskins didn't win. Huh? When is Haskins coming in? I, I, game, game, by game five. Game four, game five. Yeah, I think I, really true. I would have started them game one. Bro. I would because at the end of the day, well, you have nothing to lose. But you paid for Case Keenan. Man, who cares? You, you got many teams? How many NFL teams waste money? But you got to try them out. You yeah, try them out. Yeah. You saw, but, but 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 trying them out for what? You I, had, I, get, I get you. You had a sample size Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You had the sample size. But he did great with Minnesota. One year. Yeah. He had a sample size in Denver. You saw what you got with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you, Case Keenum is Case Keenum. So like, he's not going to change. He doesn't so, have any talent. So, around. you say just take your bumps and bruises. No, with, go with dog. Yeah. Go with go with the young Haskins. Even if you have a bad season, you have a top five pick. Right. You get talent in there. That's what you want. You want to get talent around your young quarterback. Right. And being able to go with Case Keenum, that's the most popular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to, you know, not to have the rookie, you know, Throwing him to the wolves, but this is not back in the Aaron Rodgers day when he was back in the fall sitting five seasons. Right. Them days are over. Oh, no, like, no, you no, got to start that clock now yeah. because at the end of the day, Gruden is on the hot seat. If Gruden does not win this year mm-hmm. or get to the playoffs, he won't see next season. But he yeah. won't because he ain't getting to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have threw him in there game one. Uh, I, I do think it's value and getting letting the young guy watch for a little while. But, I he mean, watched I all. He watched all OTAs. Yeah, but preseason. I mean, <laughs> like, what well, I mean, more you want? Well, when it's live like that, I think I would have been. I would have already been thinking if I'm coaching the Redskins that whenever the bye week come, that's when I'm going to Haskins. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, bye young week, man, by week four or five. Yeah, I'm like, young man, I right, just sit here, mm-hmm. watch, see mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. so you can get a good sense of of what to do. Right. But just get, let you know in your mind that get ready to go, and and because you know you ain't winning with Keenum. Oh, no, so, that boy trash, bro. Yeah, so I'd have got the young boy ready for about game four, game four, whatever that bye week is, mm-hmm. to give him that extra pre- preparation time, and then let's go on, let's go with him. So we're going to, I already said Philly going to blow these boys out. Um, oh, breaking so, news. Breaking news, AB just. Sign with my, the Patriots. Yeah. My, Say, but I knew it. Shout, shout out to uh, JD just text me that, but Raymond called it earlier. I said it, though. Raymond said it earlier. He said, bro. 
Patriots gonna give him a shot. Hey, bro, AB is the only cat that has so much talent that get a ton of chances. Yeah. And Belichick is going. No, you're not gonna hit. A but I want to know what that contract is looking like. Bro. He not getting paid. Like he know he know he's not gonna make any money. But to me, that's dumb. I don't give a. Well, point. you. I mean, he gonna make some money, right? But at the I end of the day, to, I think for him, we need to Google that. We need to find. We, out. We'll check it out. We yeah. we got. We gonna talk. We gonna dive into the AB right. situation, right. and there's gonna be a segue. Right. Um, but let's finish up these picks. Cowboys Giants is not a huge game, but it's a division rival. We got EP speaks. He's a you know oh, a, 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 true, cow, cowboy a true fan. cowboy fan. So we're gonna leave with you, dog. What we got, bro? All right. So and, and I, I disagree. I don't need a homer every, pick. Every Cowboys game is a huge game. <laughs> to who? <laughs> To all Cowboy Nation. Okay, okay. I was just making sure. I wouldn't say the nation. I was the Cowboy Nation. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I do. Now, look. I don't think this is going to be a cakewalk for for the Cowboys. I don't. I think it's going to be a really tight game. Uh, Dak historically doesn't gets off to sort of a slow start. Mm -hmm. You know. So I'm hoping you know with Zeke back in the fold and the energy of AT and T uh, Stadium. I'm hoping. All that can kind of get behind us so we can just bring that energy and help him get off to a fast start. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's going to actually be a close game. I, I'm looking at the score probably being like 28-24. Okay, pretty okay, close game. Right. Key, what you got, though? And I'm uh, with Elliot, bro. I think every time we doubt the Giants, like we just throw them to the garbage, Eli ain't up having a breakout year. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and it's a rivalry game. It just says something to we when we when a team see a team twice a year, mm -hmm. talent and all that go out the window. Yep. I do have the Cowboys winning it, but I'm like Elliot. I, I, I think it's gonna be like a three point game mm -hmm. Cowboys. You got Zeke coming back who didn't play none of the uh preseason. And it's different when you live. I know he's been working out with Marshall Falk. Running routes, probably yeah. get, but it's nothing like taking contact on your body from other players. Absolutely, and I think, um, I just it's just something with the Giants, bro. It's just like when you count them out, that's they, the worst thing in the world. When yeah, you, when you got a team coming there yeah. and everybody's picking the right. other team, yeah. that's the worst thing to have when a right. team coming that we ain't got nothing to lose. Right, so we might as well just ball out. <laughs> but uh, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, um, Cowboys twenty three seventeen. Twenty three seventeen. Yeah. I got. The Giants pulling the upset. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I, I think I think it's going Zeke not playing at all. Yeah, you could train in Cabo. You right, could it's different. Do all this is totally different than different. taking hits. Right. I think it's going to take him a, a few weeks to really get going, mm -hmm. and I think that has, is going to have to make throws. And I think Sonoris Jenkins is going to put enough lockdown pressure on Amari Cooper to slow them down. Will Michael Gallup be able to step up as the number two receiver? Dallas has not gotten anything out of their tight end position in the probably a deck, uh, probably at least the but last you got five, the six years. Who, Jason Witten? Jason Come on, man. I think I can go play tight end for the Cowboys. And I mean, he's he a good there, possession bro. receiver. But so, no, he's not. No, he, no, he three yards he, in the cloud he, of dust. That's all we will. This third and two. Nah, yeah, yeah, he'll give you that. Right? <laughs> that. That is true. So I got the Giants pulling the upset 24-17. I think it's going to be an eye-opener that Dak should have been there. I mean, Dak, well, can't he be the guy? Like, Zeke has been out all preseason. It's going to take him a little time but, to get going. But I think Dak can win the game. We, we and, 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 well, my biggest thing is I want to see what Kellen Moore brings to the table as the new I don't, offensive coordinator. I don't see I him just, bringing anything. I didn't see – to me, putting Kellen Moore at, OC, at the offensive coordinator – 
that kind of came out of nowhere, right. you know. So I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes mm-hmm. that, you know, they seem to fell in love with him like right. that to make him jump from, you know, he ain't jumped from, you know, quarterback coach and all that. He went straight to offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what he brings to the table. Does it look like the old Cowboys offense that we used to see right. you know, or is it going to be some new wrinkles, you know, because we got the new guy from Green Bay in the slot. Yeah. I think he's going to I think he's okay. going to play, up, you know, because – the problem is when when Dak when he's got he showed when he got Amari, mm-hmm. all of a sudden his play picked up. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So I I just want to see when a guy like Cobb, who we know can separate and get open and do his thing in the slot, mm-hmm. you know, how much will that help Dak? You know, so we'll see. But I, I think uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think it, I don't even think it's going to be easy. Yeah, I, I always say, man, when you elevate a coach on the coaching staff after someone got fired, then why would something change, right? If Kellen Moore was the quarterback coach last year, he had a lot of input, and I don't know if, you know, Lanahan, you know, maybe would listen to him, but the wrinkles could have changed last year. You know what I'm saying? So, like, elevating Kellen Moore to the OC, what is going to change over the last – has Dak been there? I'm just wondering. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're that that offensive genius that they think you are – you could have brought those type of talents and brought those schemes maybe last they, year. Maybe you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe maybe Lenahan, you know, he's old head. He, you know. And that could be one of the reasons why they probably like, you know, get out with the old, come with the new. Yeah. But I don't see nothing really changing with the Cowboys from a schematic standpoint. They're gonna come out two, three wide, Zeke, like pound and you know, get Zeke the ball. I don't see nothing really like from a schematic standpoint to make the Cowboys offense go to the next level. Um, but now that we're moving on, we want to go to one another big game on Sunday night. Um, then we'll wrap up with the Saints and Texans. We got the Steelers and Patriots. You know, Patriots just, you know, signed A.B. Uh, A.B., you know, he's always about, you know, his money. Uh, A.B. signs a, a one-year deal with the Patriots, 15, up to $15 million, $9 million guaranteed, which is, you know, that's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? It ain't thirty million. You know what I'm saying? It ain't thirty million, but nine million is better than zero in my in my book. So oh, yeah. I'm intrigued to see what the Steelers are gonna do on the road. Um, this this is the coming out party for a, um, uh, the Steelers. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So this is know, gonna be fireworks. A B against the Steelers. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. So Key, what you think about the Steelers going into Foxborough? Can they pull an upset? No. Yeah, it can't be time. Time, baby, making Brady. Time, Brady at home, bro. <laughs> and the best time to get the now, I ain't gonna lie. The best time to beat the Patriots are early. Yeah, early in the season. But I think by the A B, just they they gonna want to win for A B. Mm-hmm. And I think Belichick gonna motivate, gonna get the best out of A B. Like you got something to prove that we gave you nine million. But if I had to make a choice. I'm going with New England at home. New England at home? New okay. England at home. And I think, man, this picking A.B. up, man, put New England back in the contention of going back to the Super Bowl. So, A.B. cannot play game yeah, one. second week. He has to come game two. Oh, he got to come game two. He can't play but I still, I still like, I still like New England at home. Because, but, yeah. And I think it'll be a close game, but I see New England winning by a field goal. Do you think... Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben is going to miss A.B. from a target standpoint. Cause it, I, I it's, think, it's hard to replace 100 catches, 1,400 yards, 15, 16 touchdowns 
and think Juju Schuster is going to be the the answer to it all. Yeah, I think he will. And I think... They, they, they going to put up big numbers this year? I, I think he still will put up great numbers. I need to because he's my, one of my fans at quarterbacks. I, I think so he's right. So, Big Ben, if you listen to this podcast, dog, I need that another five grand, about 40 TVs, baby. Because the thing is, I'm not worrying about Juju putting up numbers. Like, who is your number two? James Washington. Washington. Now, I don't um, they know. Got, they, they picked up Moncrief, used to be with uh, the Colts. Because I don't know if Juju command a over-top safety like Antonio, like Antonio Brown. Juju that guy. I don't know right the, now. The, I got to see him. Bro. But Raymond, we haven't never saw him as the number one receiver. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? But you so, see the talent in him. Well, man. you see the talent. But it's different. When you're that focused guy, when our game plan is to take you out, mm-hmm. you got to show me in game one that. You can handle a double team. You can handle a safety over the top. Because you pretty much played one-on-one when you had a Tony O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be real interesting to see because we know that the, the Steelers, you know, historically have thrived amongst the dysfunction. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've played really well with all the noise going on. You know, so can they play well without the noise? You know, can they just come in and just be focused? But I agree that if you're going to play the Patriots – the first game is the best time to play them right. because they are prone to starting a little slow, right. and they all but they you know they build and they get great when when you need to be great mm. you know so I think I actually I think the Steelers are going to upset the Patriots I really mm. do uh, and I, I think we're going to get into it a little more later about A B or you know, are we going to speak on them now what you want to do <laughs> but I'm kind of I'm kind I'm a Saints fan why are the Saints going to give nine million. Say, bro, um, we, I, I, you need a number two receiver. I think Sean Payton, they don't want the headache. Man, forget you that. Know? You take a chance. For well, you take days. a chance, but I think sometimes the headache outweighs the player performance, and I think they just don't want that type of distraction. Because that's why Sean Payton and the Saints don't want to be on hard knocks. You know what I'm saying? They just don't want that attention. They want to stay under the radar. I would have loved to see A.B. With Michael <laughs> Thomas. Oh, bro, that would have been crazy. Nine million? Not we had nine million together. Well, you just paid Michael Thomas. I don't know how much we under the cap this year, but I would have liked to creatively to be able to get a B, bro, because that would have been a game changer for me. Yeah, yeah, because you got one this year trying to get Drew Brees the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You could have went for it. Went for it. Just give him nine million. Go for it this year. Yeah, I would have loved to see that. Um, My take on the 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 game, like a B, is going to be a game changer for Brady. You know, Brady's not that quarterback that's going to throw the ball downfield a lot. Um, but with, between him, Gordon, Edelman, and A.B., man, <laughs> why, why the rich always get richer? But that's what I'm saying. No, like, and they got the weakest division in football. Like, yo, the Patriots always get rich, bro. And that's what separates uh, the Patriot coach, Belichick, from everybody else. Everybody else looking like, we don't need this header. He looking like, look, we're trying to win this year. Mm-hmm. Even if it don't work out, we can cut them next year. Yeah, we get them for the cheap. This the man cheap. went from thirty million to nine million. Yeah, and I wonder why other teams who needed receivers but not wouldn't every, even would even try. Look, it's only a, I can probably count on Breeze, Brady, and that's you can't really count Pittsburgh as an organization and a team that got the quarterback from a mental standpoint that can handle AB. Yeah, I you know mean, what I'm saying? Because Ben Ben is going to be a Hall of Famer. Now he's he's brought players in there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Gordon is another one. Like, Randy like Moss. Ocho Cinco though. Moss, Brandon but Moss. I'm yeah. saying he's brought these players. I mean, Randy, he didn't have the kind of issues 
you know, that AB has. Now, Ocho Cinco has some of them sort of <laughs> tendencies, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it didn't work out. Right, you right. know, so you, you hope, you would think that, you know what, all right, he's he going to take his medication while he's there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and he ain't going to be a problem. But he may go there, you know, like Belichick usually gets people to straighten up. But after AB, after this last couple of days, He's showing himself to be a different breed. Yeah. He, he like he really on some other but, stuff. But uh, but I thought he thought he was bigger than the brand. Yep. And I thought they had. Well, you can't call the owner a cracker. This is like a. This is like a. It's just like a white person calling a black person a nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just can't do that. Yeah. And then the threat and the punch me in my face. So my thing is though. I feel bad. How, 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 <laughs> How he going because Brady ain't got that big as arm no more, right? He more is a deep threat, right? He he can get down the field, but I think his game is not. I think with them, AB can play outside, and I think he's versatile. Like you can move, like Brady get that bitch out of his hand, like quick, like you know what I'm saying. I think it's going to. But his route running going to have to change. He can't do flies. But Brady ain't throwing. Well, Brady ain't not a fly. I don't think AB's not a real fly guy. He's a cat that he can give you that fifteen to twenty. You know what I'm saying? And he ended up just breaking, you know, long plays. He's not that Moss where Moss got to get down the field vertical. Yeah. Even with Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is that vertical threat. That's what they have Gordon before. And they got A.B. and they got Edelman in the slots to really work the middle of the field, work the sidelines. Right. And I think it's going to be a tremendous combination. I'm telling you, if you drafted Tom Brady in that 10th round in fantasy, oh, you boy, you shining right, right now. Right. I mean, I think one, one thing you know for sure, with A.B. going there, it's either going to go really right oh, really or wrong. really wrong. You know, that that you know, and, it's, and you're going to find out quick. Yeah. It ain't going to be, you know, because Belichick is going to play. So it ain't going to be like, oh, week to week, you know, some issues. No, it's going to be like, as soon as you mess up, you gone. Right. You know, it ain't, ain't going to be no playing back and forth with it. So, so I got I got the Patriots winning this game easily. I don't think Pittsburgh gonna put enough points to be able to handle New England in Foxborough. If it was in Heinz Field, I'd give them a better chance. But I got uh, New England by seven uh, in prime time on NBC. Um, so we're gonna wrap the our picks up with the Texans and the Saints. We, you know, as a Saints fan, you gotta be a homer. You gotta have our picks in there and EP. You honorary saint, man. You rolling with New Orleans with Key. Yeah. So, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we four, but we got to link up to go see yeah. the game because oh, yeah, you know we're going to put a 50 spot up on y'all. You know that, right? <laughs> you know, we trying to put like, we trying to we trying to run a score of like college. We ain't going to go there yet. No, so. We'll stay focused on, worry about the Texans right now. <laughs> so, so what, what, are you, what are you thinking about with the Texans and the Saints uh, week one, Monday night, kicking off Monday night at 7 o'clock Eastern, uh, what, what you got, E? You know, we talked earlier about Dabo and and the kind of coach he is. And he said back when Deshaun got drafted, he said, if you pass on him, it's like passing on Michael Jordan. Mm. And I think this Monday you're going to see the NFL MJ in, in Deshaun Watson. That's a, I, that, I that, that's, a, that's a big stamp on a player that got that. sacked over 100 yeah, times. You got to protect him. You got to protect him. I don't care. But they got my man in there now to Who? protect him. Who? Uh, they got. Uh, Tunsil? Uh, yeah, Tunsil. Who? From Miami to Who? come in there and protect him. Who? You know, so. See, bro, he couldn't even protect my mom if I, if I, if I, if I paid him to. Well, I, he wasn't protecting. Uh, what's my man that just went to the Texans? Uh, the quarterback, uh, Tannenhill. So, <laughs> therefore, I don't care. What Tunsil is going to do? 
He's going to have a problem going against Cam Jordan. Because, Cam, we about to get our we, about, we got our levels up hey, on this, though. Upset. It's about levels. This is the upset. It's the upset? This the upset of week one right here. Say, bro, I'm, I'm, about to take, I'm about to take your <laughs> beverage from you because I think you're talking. It, is, it might be the Blackberry. Is it Blackberry? Yeah, it's the Blackberry. Shout out to Diddy and Blackberry. It's <laughs> rock. But, E, come on, man. Like, the Texans were the since upset. Diddy, since Diddy, we shine y'all. We need it's, that. We need that. We need that plug, Diddy. <laughs> Key, what you got, man? Because he, 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 he drank it too much. I know what you're going to say, Key, but, but give me that, like, one or two, like, nuggets. Try to be objective. How you see the game playing out, uh, you know, on Monday night. Man, I say it, it's going to be easy work. Uh, slight work? Slight work. It's, it's it's a Genobly. Genobly with the left hand. <laughs> Genobly with the it's left hand. It's a Genobly, baby. We use the left hand. Yeah, we going on the left hand with the bitty goal. Because my thing oh, is, they're not going to be able to. Deshaun Jackson going to be running for his life. Yeah. We, the defense, what I saw in the preseason, looked great. Top 10, I think. Top, top 10 defense. Top 10 this I year. I think Saints got a top 10 defense this year. I think Javon Poole is going to take a whole nother step level. Cam Jordan. And I think they're not going to be able to protect, um, like he said, Deshaun Watson, the mm-hmm. Michael Jordan of the league. And I think right now, a lot of people are looking at the Saints like, are oh, they going to let the call – you know what I'm saying? That's going to affect them for this season. Mm-hmm. But when you got a veteran team and a coach like Sean Payton, right. I think we're coming out sending messages like, we're we going we to dominate and this is our time to win. So my, my nuggets in the game are, like you said, give me some points. I think Deshaun Watson not going to have time. I think, And we was the number one rush defense in the league. Last year, yep. they're not gonna be able to run the ball on us. Well, so they really, they running back hurt with Lamar Miller on IR. Right, they yeah. got they got Duke Johnson. They got so, call those high, right. but they're yeah. not gonna be a factor. So when you can't run the ball, that means them rushes are coming off the edge because mm-hmm. now you're in pass situation. Right, and I think we're gonna put up points where they're gonna like have Duke to. Huh? <laughs> I like Duke Johnson. Now Duke, 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 if if he I'm catch the ball, look, if I'm Duke, Duke, this is a a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah, you know your Miami brother. From the Hurricanes is heard with the IR, but this is now as an opportunity to be able to show your work. Yeah. You know, you wanted to get out of Cleveland because you feel that you are every down back. Yeah. You feel you can carry the load. Now that you have that opportunity in Houston to be that guy, and I think Duke Gosson is really gonna have a big year this year. Um, but they say he's a dual threat. He can catch out the back, but he's still fast. He's tough. Like he's a tough running back. Before they got you know Nick Chubb. He was that guy running that ball, and he was doing a pretty good job. But, so, can not to cut you off, Keith. Yeah, like, yeah, in my D Springs, Mr. Cutoff. Mr. Cutoff. <laughs> he ain't here, but we like we got one. But the Saints didn't give up a, 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 hundred, a hundred yards last year, a rushing. We didn't give up over 100 yards to nobody. And we played some great running backs last year. We played uh, St. Uh, now I'm about to say St. Louis. But we played the Rams twice. Didn't give up 100 yards. Even Zeke didn't even get 100 yards over us. So I ain't worried about no Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. Not Duke Ellington. What's his last name? Duke Johnson, man. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. This boy said Duke Ellington. Did you change your name, bro? Yeah. He said Duke Ellington. So I'm not worried about Duke Johnson. We didn't get it up. We didn't give it up to Gurley. Can you need to stop drinking, man. Yeah. My bad. Drinking that water is bad for you, Yeah, drink water. But Duke, we're not worried about Duke Johnson. We didn't give it up to Gurley. Uh, 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 Zeke Elliott. That's what I was thinking about Elliott. Mm-hmm. So, who else? Other running uh, McCaffrey. Yep. He didn't even get a hundred yards on. Yeah, it's gonna be tough on him running so, the ball. So, I, I don't, I don't see them. I, I think we beat them by fourteen. I give it. We're gonna beat them by seventeen. What? Because the, the reason why disrespect. 
Their back, their back seven cannot stop Breeze. And I think they're not going to get pressure on us. I think Tyron Armstead is one of the best left tackles in all the football when he's healthy. And J.J. Watt is not that guy like he used to be. And they got Wiley as the other DN, but they're going to miss Clowney. You know, granted, Clowney might have been overrated. He might not have been that guy. Yeah. But you can put 10 sacks down every single year with Clowney. You know what I'm saying? He's a guy you got to say, all right, we coming to the line of scrimmage. Where's Watt? Where's Clowney? Where's Wiley? Right? And I think that's going to be the key for us, being able to control the line of scrimmage and give Breeze that time. Because, yeah, if they, they're not going to stop Michael Thomas. Right? But, if, right, but if you give Breeze that time, he's going to find his secondary receiver. And Ten, I think, he go, oh, three, four, five, six, the, the fifth option. No, he's going And I think having Jerry Cook this oh, year now give us a big. viable option since Jimmy Graham yes. is going to be big in the middle. Because when, when Graham left, our offense kind of changed a little bit. And every year, the Saints offense, most offense going to change from year to year, right? But when, when the Saints was humming, like, I mean, on all cylinders, those seam routes was, like, golden. Like, it's like it was always right. open. Not to cut you off, I think he make the Pro Bowl this year. Who? Tight end. Tight end? First, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think well, he I'm, He's going to have the numbers. I'm yeah. curious to see. Now, I know I'm sitting with two New Orleans homers, but – I'm curious to see how Breeze is going to look. Breeze, to me, he's going to MVP. He been, I'm he calling been in a little bit of a decline. I'm calling MVP. He's been a little bit of a decline. At the end of the season, I know y'all don't want to see it. No, at the end of the season, his 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 strength in his arm took a little bit. Yeah, but right. I thought I think we came out throwing a lot more. But and I think I and people call it a decline. I'm gonna take it as. We didn't have a second option. Once again, got hurt. We really didn't have a second option other than Michael Thomas. And people looked at it as a decline on Breeze. But I think, like like uh, Raymond said, having Jerry Cook. That's it, like second option now. It, it opens up things. Because other than, and other than Kamara and, 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 and Michael Thomas, and Michael Thomas awesome. that was it. Yeah, that was it. But see, I'm going to tell you, I think, I think people overlook, you know, when you play defense, you know, I think people overlook how Kamara and Ingram, the change of pace oh, yeah. that can do for a defense. Yeah. Because when you sort of fixate yourself on one guy that you know is pounded up in there, right. and this guy come in, he's faster, yeah. a defense has to adjust They have that. a nice chemistry. Yeah, too. so I just wonder how much will that affect uh, yeah, it's the gonna New Orleans offense. It's going to take a time. Know, it's going to take some time. I don't know who uh, – y'all brought somebody else. We and brought a from Chicago, right? Uh, what's, it, what's the running back name we brought? Over? Oh, we brought from Minnesota, Tavis Murray. Tavis, Tavis, yeah. I think Tamari Murray is going to be big from a goal line stand. I don't think he'll get a lot of goal line carries. I just need him to be serviceable. But, and I think in, from a schematic standpoint, Ingram was very underrated. Yeah, right. I, I, I think he he was very underrated. Like when he came out of Alabama, he wasn't a pass catcher. Like it was just straight downhill, smash mouth football. He, he, he worked on his body. He was now able to catch 40, 50 balls hand. a year. You know what I'm saying? So I think when we integrate Latavius Murray into the offense, he can't be just that guy. When Latavius Murray come in, it's just run. Right? He has to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield to give another dimension because defenses are smart these days. Like. If it, oh, and read your gonna, keys. Who's gonna line up over Hopkins? We, oh, oh, shit. Lattimore. Look, Lattimore. listen. Okay. Yeah, I look, listen, I'm, gonna, look, I'm not going to be a homer. You can't put listen. apple pie over there. Look, look, <laughs> look, I'm not going to be a homer and say Lattimore is going to straight up shut Hopkins down. Okay. Just make it tough on him 
to right. make Deshaun Watson has to make. But when pressure comes, pressure bust pipes. Yeah. I've always said that. When that D-line coming. Hopkins going to get his numbers. Right. But don't let him get the numbers where he get seven, eight catches for 170, 180 yards. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to make Hopkins work for his reception, just like any great receiver. Like, you can't just let him just dominate and just be so wide open where it makes Deshaun Watson's job so now, easy. Now, I can't remember. Does Lattimore, does he travel? Absolutely. He, okay. he travels. Right, travel okay. He got his luggage, right. baby. He, right. he travels right. when he on the road, baby. Right. He don't need no clothes. <laughs> he got his luggage with him, and baby. We got, and we got that safety over the top. You know what I'm saying? I think Eli Apple will have a better year this year. Oh, oh. yeah. No, Eli Apple. I was hard on Eli Apple. Absolutely. I, I, I hard on Eli Apple. My Cowboys picked on him last year. They, 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 well, they Eli, after but, but when he came and got with the old Ohio State yeah, policy, yeah, he, yeah. he, he actually started playing better. He started playing better. I think he's going to have a good year because he's looking for a contract. Yeah. And, and history shows across sports, when you up for a deal, boy, you play <laughs> you your best out. football. You ball out, out, boy. What happens? Look, so we, look, we got, we got one upset. I think the Saints going to win by 17. But it's not upset. I think Saints favorite. Saints favorite. So EP got the Texans winning. He got the upset. He got the same. He got the Texans winning. Me and Key got the same. I think the Texans. I think the Texans gonna lose by seventeen. I got fourteen. It's just the history shows with the Saints when they play in prime. The clock right now. When Saints play in prime time, that's when we dominate on Monday night. Monday night and Sunday night. So y'all go right? Yeah, we're at home, man. I home. thought y'all was at the Texans. No, nah, we're at man, home, we're man. home, man. Oh, that dog will be. Oh, we at home. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got. I, I thought y'all was. Wrong. I'm about to pull that back. Yeah, you might want. You might want. <laughs> you say, might, it's it's going to be in the dome. I didn't know that was the dome. Yes, in the dome. We're a different breed. I, I got the Saints. Uh, I'm glad you backtracked because now you can come back to my house. <laughs> on the road. So as we transition from our Oregon brothers blazing five picks, we have got to talk about uh, Antonio Brown. Oh my God! You know, we we touched you on it a little bit. Me. <laughs> we shout out to AB eighty four. I guess that's the number he's gonna wear when he you go to big England. Dummy. So we touched on it a little bit. The breaking news: he signed with the Patriots. I called it very early this you morning. You called it, Ray. I was like the the only team that I said somehow. But Sean like, Payton, you should have got in there. Sean Payton said we don't need him. No, Sean Payton should have got in there. I mean, you know, he he probably. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, a phone, listen, I'm, I'm sure a phone call was made. You know what I'm saying? I think the Saints is that organization where A.B. would have thought about coming to us, right? Respect the quarterback, all-time great. So, A.B., of course, you know, breaking news, he signed with the Patriots, you know, one year, 15, up to 15 million, I guess I'm sure is, you know, depending on incentives, 9 million guaranteed for signing bonus. A.B. has making a ton of news. As we know, he called Mike Mayock a cracker. He started with the say a punch him, punch him in the face. Yeah, bro. Like AB been wilding. He started out with the frostbite on his feet. You know, now you've been in these, these type of chambers where you know you got to put somebody right. to protect. Like then he got the helmet into an issue with the NFL. Can't find. <laughs> then he finds a helmet where he getting the marketing deal. You know, making some money off of that. It's just been one thing out of another with AB. I'm gonna just open the floor, man, because there's so much to talk about. So many angles. EP, what do you think about the whole AB situation? And do you think Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger sitting back with some popcorn like, boy, I told y'all, sucker so. I'm going to tell you, I, I got, you know, I might have a slightly different take than a lot of people. Uh, real talk, I was thinking about this on my way, you know, to come do the podcast. I, I feel sorry for him, you know. I, I think something wrong with that. I think I think he's think bi- he crying out for help. I think yeah, I think he's either bipolar mm-hmm. or he's got some mental health issues. Not and I yet. think 
you know, I, I get that he's a great talent and everything, but I think at some point you got to sort of look at this guy and just be like, you know, hey, something's wrong here, mm-hmm. you know, because he's doing things that, you know, most people will look at and say, you know what, that's crazy. You know, why are you working? They said he tried to write on a helmet. <laughs> they said he tried to write his own Raiders logo on a helmet, sneak it in the front. I'm just all kind of nonsense. I'm just like, something is wrong with this dude. Yeah, bro. So to me, I, I wish somebody would just come in and say, look, all right, AB, you know, we, we want to work with you, mm-hmm. but we also want you to go talk to somebody. Because right. we think, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, because all they care about is that he's talented. If he wasn't as talented, he would not get another out of the league. Yeah. Been out the but league. you know, it's gonna be life after this. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he got CTE or right. what's going on. But I feel like he needs to go talk to somebody. He needs to be on medication right. because clearly something is wrong with him. You know, and and I wouldn't. I'm sure. I don't know who he respects. You know, I don't know who can go sit down and talk to him. But and he be like, even with Pittsburgh. Not to cut you off, just to add kind of what you're talking about. Somebody he respects. He had two of the two of the all time greats at a receiver position that played for Pittsburgh. And a quarterback. John Stallworth and Lynn Swan. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure they may have had a conversation with him or not. I don't know. But those are two guys like you speak about that could, you know, have done it. Like they they walk the walk and talk the talk. To be able to respect to say, you know what? Talk to those type of guys. Even the newer guys, he could probably still talk to. So continue. So, so, so it's like to me. At what point do we just say, you know, I don't care about this guy as long as he can go out here and get touchdowns. But when when you behave like he's behaving, you know, he's a grown man. Mm-hmm. You know, it just you know with kids, it don't make any sense that that somebody would be coming out there and acting the way he acts. And it's just like I feel I feel bad for him because right. to me, I know it's it's going to be so many years after football mm-hmm. and. I just hate to see him keep going out there. Now, do I think in the short term he's probably going to go up here to New England and act right? I do, because yeah. I think he can probably control it on the short term, yeah. you know. But I just wor- I worry more about the person, and I think people need to just kind of take a closer look at this guy and say, look, hey, this guy needs some help. Yeah, he, he, to me, he's crying out for help. Yeah. You know, that's my take on him. What you got, Keith? I got it. I got. I think he always been a great talent, probably since Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. And when you're a star player, you get treated different. Yeah. And I think you get, he, you get that long leash. Yeah, you get a long leash. And then he always he just not, bro. He just not start doing this. And I think Pittsburgh covered this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I feel like he feel like he need to get treated like a quarterback, mm-hmm. which he, you're not a quarterback. Right. And you can see he unfollow Derek Carr. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he he because Derek Carr. Took up with the with the organization. Right. He went on Twitter. It's like, bro, you acting like a woman. What a woman break up with you? What she doing? We, she we love women. <laughs> but I'm just saying, when yeah, you break women, up, women like they do get a little scorn. You get a little scorn. You you unfollow. That's, so now that's the thing. Of, I don't mess with you. No, I don't rock. Yeah, but it seems like they were doing everything they can do to support them in in uh, in Oakland. They were, they were. But I'm. He felt like, cause the they came out and find him. Like he and he, you're not bigger than. The Raiders brand. The you're Raiders brand. Chill, bro. The Raiders brand been big around before you got to the. It ain't like you've been a war. You ain't got no war wounds with the Raiders. Right. You you just there. You ain't been there for the uh, OT, OTAs. OTAs. Nothing. Yeah, that's all the training camp. So they looking at you like you ain't been here anyway. Yeah. So and then you gonna call. The the GM a cracker, bro. This is like this is like <laughs> <laughs> that's a racist slur. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so, it had negative connotations. Yeah, to it, so 
And I think, like Elliot said, if you didn't have a talent, they they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even have you in the league. Yeah. You know, so he lucky. He's still in his like prime. He's gonna put up big numbers. Can't get a job. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad, bro. It's sad. And and that's and that's the thing. What the NFL will put up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, if you still put a number, you can beat your wife. Yeah, you you can have you can have rape charge. Yeah, you call <laughs> people crackers. You call people crackers. You kneel. Yeah, get your ass. If out you kneel, man, put the numbers. Get the, get the hell out of here. Hey, but talent always outweighs the things that going on off the field. Right. And so, but my thing is, this is last leg, and I think he, if this don't wake him up, I don't think it's gonna wake him up. I don't yeah. No, I was gonna say what's yeah, the or oh, yeah. oh, how long. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna wake him up, but, but today shows it don't matter. But but the thing is, in New England, you will be out there tomorrow. Yeah. True. It, he, it, uh, Belichick is like Sean Payton. Same thing when uh, what's the running back for with the Redskins now? Uh, uh, AP. AP gave him that death stare on the sideline. Boy, you coaches here. like boy, you out of here. Junior Gillette, boy, you out here. You out here. We'll, we'll, we'll give you nine million. Unless he a mad you, genius. Yeah, yeah, you out, bro. He didn't, unless he a mad genius and he done somehow concocted this whole thing. Right. So I can get out of this place just because I really want to be in this place. Signing you nine know? million, we'll give you that. You'll be out here tomorrow before yeah. you mess up our run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he going to go in there because I think he feel like he going to want to do another deal. Well, he knows deal. at least going to be short. Day. Yeah, and he he want to do another deal. Yeah. Trust me. And 10 years from now, he going to look at like. He probably went home, took that medication. Oh, yeah, really like, I just said. screwed up 30 million. <laughs> yep. 30 million, 30 million. Yeah, oh, sure. And I hope he saved his money. <laughs> I'm sure he got home, got in the house, and White came to him and said, here, take this. Yeah. Because you tripping. Yeah. You know, like, like you, you just, have a Snickers. You, you, just screwed up 30, <laughs> you just screwed up 30 million. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. So that's my take on it. I mean, I think A B, like you said, he's screaming for help. But I think it's just the A B it's just A B, bro. It's what you get. A leopard does not change his spots. And for A B to keep pulling the things he's pulling, he never respect the organization of the Raiders. He always gonna feel that my talent outweighs whatever I do off the field. No matter what I do, it don't matter. I can go off on quarterbacks. It don't matter. As long as I put up 100 catches, 14, 13, 1,400 yards a season, 15 touchdowns, somebody going to want me. And then for New England to sign him a day, not even a day, like hours <laughs> after being released, it just shows A.B. wins. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A.B. wins in this situation. Ryan Clark you know, said it a couple years ago. You pay him. He said, you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. And New England, now he's not, I think, being that Brady and Belichick combo, he's not going to go off like he's been going off. He's not going to play that because at the end of the day, I think he respects uh, Brady. He never respected Roethlisberger to a point where Roethlisberger threw a lot of players under the bench, got the personal radio show. He never took responsibility for what his actions. Brady ain't playing that. You know, TB12 ain't playing that. And no. Belichick is not playing. Like he said, you, you you can mess up if you want. Yeah, the Raiders did the opposite mm-hmm. of what they should have done. Yep. They brought him in there and catered to him yep. and made him feel Strong like he was up. bigger than them. Yeah. See, bro, you when, you, when you are a losing organization, 
players feel enabled. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They knew what they was getting with AB. Self esteem was low. Yeah, absolutely. Self esteem. But they say like, all right, man. It was that girl that you, you know. Yeah, don't bro. Don't know why I holler at her. Yeah, know how I holler. Dance, she on the wall. <laughs> she chilling, man. I ain't hiding at that duck. You know what I'm saying? But I think from the Raiders, they wanted something going into Vegas next year. You know, in 2020. You know what I'm saying? You I needed. You needed. Something outside of Derek Carr because he's not that brand guy to be able to, you know, be able to market from a fan standpoint. And I think AB is going to put up tremendous numbers this year. I think he's going to do great because he's with Brady. Uh, New England, they already got the worst division in football. They're going to win it anyway. They always get a bye. Look, they're going to be probably in the Super Bowl again against my Saints. And guess what? We're going to bust that ass. We're going to put a tap on them. And I think this puts New England the top of the AFC this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, AB is just that talent. And I said, I hope the guy realized, man, like, I think Drew Rosenhaus needed to really say, look, bro, you tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He messed his money up big time. Big time, though. Like, how you just, like, feel, how you feel good enough (laughs) just to throw away 30 million, dude? I know people rich in the NFL and they got, he ain't got a lot of money, but, though, 30 30 million, 30 30 million. million. You know what I'm saying? But I think A.B. really need to, you know, check yourself, bro. Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro, if you can't check yourself, nobody can check you. Yeah, because if New England, if he don't work in New England, it's Kirill. That's probably going to be it. It's Kirill. Yep. So we be, we, we probably, you know, we're going to put the, the, the radar on A.B. going forward for the next few weeks. Uh, he can't play this Sunday against uh, his old team. I'm sure he's probably like, he probably look if AB could participate in the NFL, he probably could. Right. He probably would love to play this game, but he I think T.O. look like a <laughs> like a model citizen. No, bro, AB wilding, bro. Right. You know the things he pulled on Instagram, like it's just too much. Sure. But we we're gonna dive into some contracts. Um, a lot of cats are getting their money. Um, Jared Goff signed the four year extension, one thirty four, a hundred and ten guaranteed. You know, he got the Rams to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, he definitely took a, a leap forward once Sean McVay took over as head coach and had Zach Taylor, who's now with the Cincinnati Bengals. How does this affect Dak Prescott's negotiations? Um, Dak has won, what, two division titles, won a playoff game. Of course, he hasn't gotten him to the Super Bowl. But looking at this deal, looking at Carson Wentz's deal, Russell Wilson's deal, how does it impact what Dak now is going to ask for. I mean, I, I wish, I I wish I knew what he was in there asking for. No, it, I just can't believe. I, I it, it just baffles me how this deal hasn't gotten done yet. See, bro, um, that's why I wish so he would have held out. I don't know if he's in there asking for the world or what's going on. But if he go out there on Sunday and play without a new contract, he crazy. You know, ain't no he way. He should have held out in, in the preseason, yeah. bro. Oh, I, it would have been, it'd have been a guarantee tonight. he would have got that deal. <laughs> he would have start tonight. <laughs> look, he would have got that deal before Zeke got his. Guaranteed. So I don't know what I don't know. I, I mean, I'm disappointed in my Cowboys because to me, I think he's done everything to earn a new deal. Yep. I just I don't know what he what they in there trying to figure out, you know. But I think what uh, what the Eagles have done and what the Rams have done. They have they have let they have put the Cowboys in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. They got out in front of their quarterback situation. Yep. Who never and who got been, it done? Who hasn't been healthy? Not to cut you off. Yeah. Who hasn't even been healthy? They haven't. You know. They, yeah, I agree. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, I think 
you know, that is always available. You know, one NFC championship, two out of the last three years. First year, you know, coming in. No I'm going to cut you off NFC East. NFC East, I'm not sorry. NFC. He not, he not, NFC he not getting that far. I'm sorry, NFC East. He ain't getting that far. <laughs> I still got the Saints to deal he, with. You know, got, well, we got two playoff wins, one playoff win. We got two, one, we got one know, playoff win. So, I think he's done enough to get a contract. I just don't think that, you know, when you look at the type of player he is, I think he's just a winner. Yeah, and I, I think I he just, he's just one of them guys. No, he, I don't think he'll ever be a great thrower of the football. Mm-hmm. But I think Why he you say knows, that, though? Well, because, that. Honestly, because I think, and, and and maybe this is something I kind of feel about quarterbacks that are that grow up athletic. When when you're young. Like the you, Pee Wee level. Yeah, from all the way from down there. Uh-huh. When you're young like that and you use your legs, you never grow that trust in your arm. You know, and so for him, he's just telling everybody, yeah, I'll run everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And, and for him, he did it all the way through Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. He just was one of those guys that he was so athletic. Now, he could throw, but he didn't, I think he's just beginning how to throw with anticipation. I agree. Because he never really had to do that. Yeah. And so, I he's, see just that now. Of, he's one of those guys that I think, I feel like he's going to get better every year. I don't think he's one of those guys that just like, to me, he's kind of like a, Sort of like a Steve McNair in a way. McNair but Steve McNair really, can throw though. He could, but he wasn't somebody. He was, he was like the ultimate dual threat because he could throw like a. I think you can't. Yeah, I think you can't compare like the two. Well, no, I'm saying I think to me McNair is Dak's ceiling. That's where he can get to. I think he can get to that point. It's a good comparison because he can do just enough athletically right. to where he can win you a game. But I think his throwing. Is, is still yet he hasn't reached his potential mm-hmm. as far as passing the ball. But but, so. but with Steve McNair, when he was at Alcorn State, they was calling him an L two. Oh oh, believe me. Oh, <laughs> this dude was on ESPN. And, and people don't realize this dude went what like number four, number nine. Yeah, I think no he no, he went top four. He was yeah, like, top four at a at a fucking sweat. Yeah, bro. Well, I mean, people don't realize how how Dak was carrying Mississippi State and SNC. Alabama couldn't do nothing with that mm-hmm. in SEC when he was in SEC. Right. So it's just like yeah. to me, I think they need to get contract done. I think they will. I honestly think they'll get it done before tomorrow. But real, yeah, yeah. I do. I think they're going to be breaking tomorrow. news that that get paid. I do. I think it'll get so done since you're saying it'll get done by tomorrow, we we, we thinking what will be the guarantees? The golf got one ten. He got to get hundred. He's now the highest in guaranteed yeah. money in all of football from a quarterback standpoint. I think he'll get one hundred five guaranteed. I do. I think he's looking at 105. But, but so why why has it taken this long to get it done? Because I think the Cowboys, you know, Jerry, for whatever reason, he loves to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. I, he likes all this noise. He's the, a, he's the AB of owners? Yeah. He, you know, he likes <laughs> all He likes to be on Instagram. And, and I think he's <laughs> one of them. Shining, flexing. He, he's one of them. Any news is good news. <laughs> yeah. Because he just want to, one, I think a lot had to do with Zeke's deal. Okay. I think... They wanted to make sure that they could pay Zeke. And so I think once Zeke's deal got done, now they knew exactly how much money we had to work with. But that just that just shows how much respect they have for Dak. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like and then me and Key was Because he's being a good at two shoes. Look, me and Key talked about this before you came. I don't care how much talent you have. You don't have a quarterback, I don't you're not winning nothing. You no. know what I'm saying? So when you say Zeke got two years left on his deal. And he's holding out. Now you feel the pressure of getting him in before week one. That just shows the importance of that. 
So that now should be looking at like, you know what? My price then went up. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? Now, because if, guess what? Go ahead and franchise me next year. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. I'm going to give, what, 25, 26, 27 guaranteed franchise. You only can franchise me so long. Yeah. I'm eventually get my money. Whether you want to pay me or somebody Kirk, else. The Kirk Cousin way. Yeah. So brought, Kirk Cousin, his last three years, that boy got 24, 25, and then he got 84 guaranteed. Yeah. So it's, it's winning. And real, and real talk. And he's I not like, taking hits. Yeah. Right. So it ain't like you're a running back or yeah. you. scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real talk. I, I like how Dak is handling himself. I don't. I don't. I, I don't, bro. I, I, like I don't, dog. Because to me, I want my quarterback. I want my quarterback. No. He understands. That I'm the leader of this team, no. like that, like, and, and how I go, how what I do no. sets the tone like, for everybody else. Like, so to me, that lets me what it lets me know is is that behind the scenes, whatever it is that Dallas is offering him, it must at the very least must be good enough to to get him to sort of keep following along right now. Because I think foolish, I think because I think if they was like insulting him right now behind the scenes, I think he would hold out. He's already been insulted no. by I, not getting a deal. I mean I, no, I don't I don't doubt that. I I agree with that. I think his deal should have been done. But I think they must be at least in his ballpark to keep him showing up every day. No, I think no. if they weren't in the ballpark, I think he would I think that's why I think he would stop and he wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, look, hey I mean y'all ain't even in my range. He's so not in his range because they ain't give him a deal. Y'all yet. ain't gonna see me. But, you know, go ahead, King. I, I'm like, I'm like, like they say back in the day, bro. A closed mouth don't, don't get, get fed. fed. Fact, big fact. Closed mouth don't get fed. At this part, bro, you need to fire your agent. Yeah, I'm not fed. going out there on Sunday. I say go with the backup quarterback. Show me. Just like Zeke said, go with your backup running back. Go with your backup quarterback. And she There's no get... way I go out there and blow off my knee, my career done. That's why I said it's going to get done. Tonight. Yeah, but I, it ain't done yet. I'm like, wait a minute. Why <laughs> ain't it been it's, done? It's, it's, it's a full 40 in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. Adam Schefter don't, don't sleep. Don't I don't know. Surprised. Yeah. Don't be surprised. If so, it I'm texting y'all boys if that, that joint pop off yeah. like don't that. Don't be surprised. Don't be and, done in a night. few hours, it's going to be time to play something. And, and he's a fool. From going out there, I, I, I feel dis- I'm gonna feel disrespectful. Zeke got two years left on this deal, and you gave him a whole you, new deal. You gave him a whole new deal, and now and bro, I've been playing for peanuts. Yes, Jerry Jones. Ain't I ain't even made a million in a year. Yeah, I, I don't even think Jerry so, Jones want him to walk out there with that on his mind. Well, why he hadn't paid? Him. It's on his mind. It's on his mind already. He well, hadn't paid him. I got a feeling it's going to get done tonight. Man, okay. You saying, what you got, I, an inside tip over I'm there? I'm saying. I got, you got Calvin good. Harris on the Dallas beat. <laughs> I got a feeling it's going to get done tonight. Keith, what you got, bro? So, I'm going to go to my point. That's Dak, bro. I know you want to be the company. You've been the company, man. You have been to every preseason game. You done did every summer camp. You done did everything uh, a true leader should do. But it should come to a point where you got to be like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Like, Everybody's getting paid. Yep. Julio got his deal. Every quarterback got their deal. Running back got their deal. It's like, look, like you said, you done won, what, two out of three years of yeah. division titles? Yeah. And I feel like you don't want to be like a Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. You can, be, hurt. You can yeah. be in practice. Yeah. And there ain't even no contact. And tear your knee up. Yep. And so, and the price went up now. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, do you think, the price could it be now. him? No. Could he be in there saying, I want to be the highest paid? Yes. Guy? Yes. No, I uh, he might be in there saying that. That might be what's taking so long. So I can say now that golf got his deal set the benchmark at one ten, he can look at it and say, you know what? I can see golf. He brought up the Rams to the Super Bowl last year. You know, the division winner, two time division winner. Okay, you might not pay me 
110 guaranteed. You got to give me 105. See, bro, I'm getting paid more than uh, Carson Wentz. Yes. At 107.5. You, you my, my business, my mark just went up. You, yeah. could be, you could be in there debating that. Absolutely. Some, some people could say, should he get more than Carson Wentz? He Absolutely. Should. It's, it's, because at the end of the day, what you're looking at is it from a talent standpoint. Right. That's all you comparing them to. Because you know what I'm saying? You think Carson Wentz, that elite talent, elite thrower. But what has Carson Wentz won? And I can go a step farther. Carson Wentz hasn't been beat Dallas yet. No. He never beat Dallas. No. Dak hasn't won, won anything. Dak had, Dak had won a head-to-head. And so if I'm Dak, like, like Raymond said, I'm looking 108. And if, you, and if you don't give me 108 today, go with your backup quarterback. Like That's what he, that way, I would have held out training camp yeah. just to prove a point. I'd have came in training Show camp. Show me. You, Jerry Jones is always talking about, man, Dak is the – I love the guy. Yeah. He's the future Put your money where your mouth is. Right? He might hold out tonight. <laughs> he, he ain't doing that. He just told you. He ain't going to do that. That'll make you come to the table. But, that but, will make a deal but, get done but ASAP. The, thing, the issue I got with Dak is – he, he grew up Mississippi, all this. Even with the kneeling and all that. I'm a, nah, I don't agree with that. I'm a, it's like, bro, you too nice. Closed mouth, <laughs> don't, don't get, get fed, fed, bro. At yep. the end of the day. And you the quarterbacks the, don't have to hold out. And right. What, what other quarterback had to hold yeah, out this long? Drew Brees, Brees held out for a little bit to the Saints game. His deal. But it ain't go this long. But he go this long, but he held out like some OTA practices yeah. to get his deal done. Er, way but, early. Yeah, right. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? You, but that's the difference. You have, your actions speak louder than your words. But that's the difference. Dak didn't hold out. That's what I'm saying. I would have held out. If I'm Dak, yeah. I can't go into a season making under a million dollars. I'm on the world's biggest brand from a the uh, biggest brand in the, football. No, it's not even football. It is one between the Cowboys and the Yankees. They have the biggest yeah. brand in sports. I mean, he'd be crazy to go out there without. No, I would have held out. And training. I bet, I bet, and I bet, and I bet That's my man, but he'd be crazy. To I go bet, out. and I bet you any kind of money he go out there on Sunday without a deal. Absolutely, he not. He got to do deal. He crazy. So moving on, we since we talked about the Cowboys, Zeke got the four year extension. 90 million, 50 guaranteed. He set the new mark for running backs. You know, coming up behind Zeke, we got Kamara, we got McCaffrey. You know, cats like that will now say, you know what? I'm, oh, I love it. Like, Zeke, you the man. I, I get on Instagram and be like, Zeke, you the man, dog. So, what's your reaction to Zeke getting paid? He held out. He said, you know what? I'm proving a point um, to Jerry Jones and the whole NFL. I'm the best. And he, he came. He said, I held it because I know I'm the best. And he, he proved it by getting this money. Um, so what do you think about, you know, Zeke getting 50 million guaranteed, $90 million over the next four years? I got my Zeke Who t-shirt. Zeke Who? In the mail. Okay. Right now. Okay. Oh, Jerry Jones is the best marketer in all time. <laughs> he got me. I got me one. Yeah. But anyway, all your Cowboys fans going to get it. Yeah, I think all along, I think Jerry knew. He was going to pay him all along. I think he was trying to it's see. That's a businessman. Yeah, because I think he he was trying to see if he could get him for cheap. Yeah, and so I think Zeke did the right thing, especially given his position. He did the right thing. So why you wouldn't, why wouldn't, so Jack, why didn't think Zach should have held out? Jack, well, because I think, I think it's a given. I don't know what's, you know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But I think it's a given that Dak is going to get paid. With Zeke, it was kind of like, you know what? I might get paid. I might not get paid because they got me for the next few years. Yeah. You know, so, but I think it's a, I think Dak knows a given. But I think it was the right thing. I think the amount of money was right. Because I think I said early on, 50 million guaranteed, 
would get it done, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that's about right because he's in that rare echelon of running backs like Kamara, uh, like McCaffrey, like uh, Saquon. Mm-hmm. These guys, they're not really just running backs. Yeah, they they, they, great, they right? receivers and running yeah. backs. So they deserve a, a cut of both pieces of pie. So I think he did the right thing. I think setting that market. Now, I don't know how, I mean, well, you know what? I think it's going to help the Giants. Because I think when Saquon come up, it, the, the timing is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Because they can pay him. Because they pay the quarterback. Because their quarterback is going to be the rookie deal. Yep. So they're going to have all that money like, like, like the you line ain't got no other receivers to pay. Yeah. got to pay every England. So it's going to work that. out. But, yeah, I think Zeke and his money, dog, has been a blessing for Zeke. Um, he's never been hurt um, outside of the off-the-field stuff that he definitely now needs to clean up. Because hopefully, which is small stuff, really, right? But at the end of the day, sometimes small stuff turn to big. And True. I think for Zeke, he has to realize that take a lesson from the AB situation. Don't let these owners have control of your money, and don't give them a reason to avoid those guarantees. You know what I'm saying? So if, if Zeke, if you listening, I know you need to because this is Argan Brothers is so popular. <laughs> you know, I'm bringing the Organ Brothers podcast down to Dallas very soon. But um, don't let these owners and Jerry Jones control your money by doing foolishness outside of the, the practice field. You know what I'm saying? Take the, the LeBron model. And I'm not saying it because I'm a, a LeBron homer. Here we go. <laughs> no, I, I will say Kobe, but Kobe had his situation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He rebounded from that, but... Dog, keep your nose clean off the field. That's how you make the most money and the most impact. Dog, you got the biggest brand from Ohio State to the Dallas Cowboys, the two biggest brands in sports. Capitalize off your money and don't mess it up because of foolishness and the things you got people around you messing up your money. Um, Keith, what you got, man, on the on the on the that I'm saying on Zeke's contract situation. Zeke did the right thing, man. Pay me. I've been what one the two the two out of three year rushing title. Yep. So at the end of the day, it, it's time to pay me for my work. Cause when I'm not done, when I'm not good no more, you're gonna cut me. Yeah, you're right. So at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah. So I feel like Zeke did the right thing. I don't want to hear you like as you're a billionaire. I'm a millionaire. Take all before we can win the Super Bowl. No, bro. Pay everybody since you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You got more money than me. So go. why are you asking me to take a pay cut? Facts. So I don't like like back to what my man Kobe said. Like I'm not taking no pay cut. You gonna pay me what I'm worth? Absolutely, bro. It's up to y'all to figure and it out. So if you want to win bad, then then you pay. Because mm-hmm. I'm not taking a pay cut. You got way money than me to ask me to take a pay cut. You got Jerry Jones got other business where he's making money off. Outside of the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Any NFL owner got Zeke, multiple Zeke, streams right, income coming yeah. in. So I'm not taking a pay cut. Yeah. And Dak needs to follow the motto. Absolutely. But I, I and I love Zeke for holding a stand and he and the Cowboys at the end of the day paid him, showed him how much he worked for the organization. Right. So now that we transition from Zeke to Julio Jones, you know, we've had this discussion uh numerous times on the Argan Brother podcast and we had my brother J D down in Alabama, who's an avid Atlanta Falcons fan, he've always said, take the short contract, mm-hmm. get the most money possible. And he's even argued to me, like, who cares about being the highest guaranteed money earner from a receiver standpoint? So Julio signed a three-year extension. He had two years left on his deal. 
He got a three-year extension for $66 million, 64 guaranteed, which is a phenomenal deal. Right. He got like $60 million like at signing. Like it's just, signing bonus. Like it's, I think he got like 66 guaranteed at signing bonus because he got the two years still on right. the deal. That's a, the, the women say that's a glow-up. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a come-up. He's now the highest paid receiver, receiver. from a guaranteed See, standpoint. Nice. And that was my argument with Julio. Dog, who, NBA, dog, get, get, <laughs> say, if you feel you the best receiver in the league, I want to be on paper the highest paid guarantee. And that's what Zeke felt. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me my just due. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Arthur Blank stepped up to the plate because Julio could have held out. Right. He could have pulled the Z. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what? I'm not showing up to practice. I'm a right. fake. I don't care. Right. Give me my money. So, he got paid. What do you guys, real quick, what do you guys think about Julio setting the market? Because now, now that he got 64, DeAndre Hopkins going to be coming up real soon. I think if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, and I think he got a couple years left on his new deal, next season, Houston paid me. Well, Zeke thinking Michael Thomas right now. Mm-hmm. And Odell. Yep. So, like at the end of the day, like, it's about the guarantee. Yep, absolutely. I don't, you can give me $100 million, six, seven years. That don't mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. It's about the guarantee money. And, and – Atlanta did write about, uh, you know what I'm saying, about him. You know, he their best receiver. He's been putting in work. He's been a good soldier. Mm-hmm. He, you know, they were was bond. They told him, we're going to take care of you, and they took care of him. Yeah. So, if Julio, and Julio been very consistent from straight out of Alabama. Absolutely. Been one of the best receivers yeah. time he got in the league. Yep. So, he done lived up to get paid the high receiver mm-hmm. ever, and he hadn't been a headache like A.B. Yeah. And it, right no, way. it ain't been no off the field issues. Yep. It's just been about making football plays. Mm-hmm. So very, you know, shout out to uh, Julio. Absolutely, well deserved. EP, what you got, bro? Yeah, I think I think both of them did it right. I think uh, Julio did it the right way, and I think their owner did it the right way. Right. He kept saying, "We're gonna, gonna take be, care of him," right. and, and they did. They right. took care of him. You right. know, so I think they they both just went about it, and I like. Atlanta's owner, because to me he doesn't say a whole lot, mm-hmm. but when he does say something, his word is bond. Yeah, yeah. So you almost kind of know, right, that this is what's going to happen. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I, I, I agree. Julio's done it the right way, but I'm actually shocked it took this long to give the man three years, sixty-six million guaranteed. For it ain't like he wasn't making no money, right? You know? But I mean, at the same time, you knew he wanted a deal. You knew yeah. you say he was going to give him a deal. Once Michael Thomas set the market. And when Odell got his new deal going from the Giants to the Browns, you knew what this, the benchmark was. Yeah. Like, I don't see why, really and truly, why it took this long. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it got done before the season is over. You know, Julio got his, his money. You know, as we transition real quick, because um, we're running up on time, Melvin Gordon has been uh, one of another running back of topic of conversation. The Chargers has told him he could seek a trade um, from the Chargers. Nothing has materialized. Now that Dak has got, I'm saying Zeke has gotten this money, will Melvin Gordon sit throughout the season or would he cave in and say, you know what, I'm going to take what I'm making off my 50th deal and play? I think he need to go ahead and go play. Real talk. Mm. Uh, OJ, OJ, OJ got on the gram and said, man, Melvin Gordon, take that $10 million yeah, and play, man. He need to go play because – like with Zeke and with Julio and these guys getting paid, it's easy to to see their worth. Mm-hmm. You know the problem with uh, with Melvin Gordon, he done been hurt, he done missed some time. 
He's played pretty well. No, dude, go. Now the cut. I'm cutting you off because it's D Spring. Shout out to D Spring. Clemson doing anything. But anyway, Melvin Gordon is a very underrated player. I get that. Granted, he might have missed a few games, but dude is a dude threat. And coming out of Wisconsin, Wisconsin always have that mo of their running backs, which from Ryan Dane to uh, Ball to now Gordon, just a runner. I get that. And Sandy, the, the, I don't say San Diego. The Chargers will miss him. I'm not saying they won't miss him. They gonna miss but him. My thing is this: you got to be able to walk into that room and point to something. Zeke could walk in the room and mm-hmm. say. I led the league in rushing mm-hmm. the last two out of three years. Julio can come in there and say, I done X, Y, and Z. Right. You know, I feel you gotta make a stand out. Of, yeah. So you gotta understand, you know, your own worth. I mean, I, I yeah, I get you probably deserve the raise. And from what I understand, they were giving him a little bit of a raise. Yeah, but, but yeah, he, I think he was they were trying to give him like 10 million yeah, a year. And he yeah. was wanting more. Yeah, way Sometimes more. you gotta just Say, you know, well, you got to know when to hold them and, and when to fold them. Yeah, and absolutely. clearly, when they start telling you go seek a trade and all that, you know they're you, not there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when you look at Le'Veon, you know, I think most people would say Le'Veon Bell is probably a little better than Melvin Gordon. Yes, I would so definitely agree with that. When Le'Veon got out there, the market wasn't all that great for him. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you got to just kind of look around the landscape and say, you know what? Maybe $10 million ain't that bad. (laughs) Let me kind of go get this money. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe when I, you know, show out, then go back and say, you know what? Look what I just did. You know, even after I got this little bit of money. Mm -hmm. So I I think he need to go on and just, you know, swallow your pride, bro. (laughs) And just go on and get that money. I think think Gordon is going to show up by November 29th. That's when he has to show up to get the accord. The credit for the season. He's unlike uh, Zeke holding out. Zeke could hold out the whole entire season, right? He knew he was going to get a deal, whereas Melvin Gordon don't know if he's going to get a deal, right? So he has to get that year towards free agency to hit the market sooner, and I don't think the San Diego, uh, Los Angeles Chargers is going to tag him next year and pay him that kind of money from a running back standpoint. So I think he's going to cave. I think he's going to play before November 29th. And historically, the Chargers don't pay no money. They don't pay nobody so unless, you're unless you unless you fill the rivers. Yeah, understand you know what, what you're dealing with. Or unless you're Keenan you Allen. A cheap person. <laughs> unless you're Keenan Allen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I think he's going to play. Uh, Key, what's your, real quick, what's your thoughts on that? My thoughts on it at this point, you done came this way. You got to hold out. Yeah. And hopefully that they struggle without you. And show. And show that they really need you. Yeah. Because right now, you... You can't say, okay, I take the ten million. As you all this time you just like, I'm worth this much. So you might gotta do, like you said, miss what? Well, he can miss what, six, seven games? He can he can he has to show up by November twenty ninth so, in order to get a credit for the season. So you wanna I will hold out until the end and just show them, hopefully and praying that they are struggling. Mm-hmm. They're going 0 2 or three with without you. Yeah, they got Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, because nobody in San Diego is trying to make the playoff. Yeah. Phillip Rivers is getting older, mm-hmm. and it's right now is Super Bowl or bust. You're one of those teams. Yeah, they got talent. So I feel like I think he got misinformed from the beginning. Yeah, like you, like Ellie, you said you hadn't put in the work of a Zeke, uh, Le'Veon, yeah, uh, all, uh, all these guys. So you had been hurt. You are a good running back, mm-hmm. but you ain't 
that guy. That guy, well, yeah. you franchise changer. And I think he overjumped the gun. Yeah. So you should have took this bonus they was giving you from the beginning, yeah. prove yourself then, and then come back and try to get another deal. Sign a two-year deal. In a year, you have another breakout year of when the rush is tight. You're like, all right, let's come back. Yeah, I would have said give me a one-year deal and make all of it guaranteed. Right. And then you have an incredible year. And you hit the market again. You, you hit the market pay. again. Because like it says, it's about guaranteed money. Absolutely. And I think he was just misinformed. So now you done went this long way. You just got to ride You got to ride it out. Ride the way. And, ho- and hopefully, they struggle without you. Yeah. So that's my take on it. So as we transition out of the NFL, we still got to talk about um, the NBA has been real popular, you know, this offseason. Man, they dominated. They bro. dominated the market. So we got the FIBA Cup, you know, with the Team USA. We had a lot of players um, decline the invitation from a, the, the Dame Lillard, the James Harden, Westbrook, you name it. All the top players have, you know, declined. Do you think... Team USA will win the gold medal um, this FIBA World Cup. Key, what you got? I think they will. I think it's not going to be a domination. As we look, uh, they win about 30 and 40 points. Yeah. But I think it'll be a tough win. But these are young players who are coming in their own. And the world had caught up, bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody's playing basketball now. Yep. It's not like they looking up at the United States like that's my idols. They're in the gym working. They are, and you know, I hate to say it when we are United States player. When you when you're in the gym, they they try and do the best dunk, yeah. the handles, not the fundamentals of the game. So I think they will win it, but it's definitely gonna be a struggle to win it when you not got like the star players like a LeBron or a KD or Kyrie Irving. Or on and on. But I think it's great. I think it should be where you should play only two, three times. This should be like the uh, like the president. You get a two-term <laughs> run. Yeah. And then let the next generation come and have a turn. Mm-hmm. So I think they would get it done. But it definitely won't be how we dominating all over the world, winning about 30, 40 points a game. What you got, EP? Yeah, I, I agree, you know, uh, in large part with Key because I, I think they'll win it. But it won't be easy because uh, a lot of the great players in the NBA now are foreign players. Yeah, you know, so yeah, true. Uh, so every just about every night they play, it's going to be like one or two guys from the league that's on that's on the other team. You know, supporting uh, the country they come from. But I, I think at the end of the day, uh, America's team is just too deep. You know, and it's, it's different. Like when we had college players and playing, and then you know we transitioned to the pro guys. But now. The way it is, I like the idea of, you know, having guys come in from the NBA and say, okay, you can play twice, you know. Mm-hmm. After that, you know, on yeah. to the next. Yeah. You know, give somebody else a chance, you know, to represent the country. Uh, because because we got so many people to choose from. Right. And you keep putting that, you know, that monster team out there every year. To me, it ain't, you know, it ain't really better. It makes the all around the world, it makes it better for everybody mm-hmm. if we kind of spread the wealth around like that. But, yeah, I, I think we'll win it at the end of the day. I think what I've seen, and it beat uh, uh, Giannis in them today. Um, it beat him pretty bad. It beat him by like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. I think they don't have enough shooting. I think that's going to be the downfall when they play a team like Spain. And like you said, teams are catching up to the United States. This is more of a just a, a melting pot of talent. They're young. 
are they mentally ready to step on one so that represent their country and, and, and play as one? Will they win the gold? I think they're going to win silver this year. You do? I, I think they're going to lose in the championship game. Um, I, I, I mean, I haven't looked at the pool and see who, you know, who they might face in the championship game. But I think pressure always busts pipes. Okay. You know, pressure, when you get down in the crunch, who's your go-to guy? Is it Kimba? But you yes. got Kimball, who's been in big time games from college to the pros. He's been in big games from college. He's been in big games. But he had put up big numbers in the pros. Yeah, man, look, I think the way the NBA is structured, bro, you can easily score 20. It's well, probably an all time high yeah. of cats scoring 20 people, points now. But, but people overseas ain't playing those defenses. Yeah, well, see, our game has become their game. Yes. Right. You know, so the, the way we play ball has transitioned to the way they've been playing ball, right. you know. Yeah, their whole life. They've been playing in that type of system. And so now we got to beat them at their game. game. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's going to be key. And, you know, for us, when when we do want to lock down and play D, we can. We can. We can. It's 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 what it's all about. Even Melo, when he was out there. (laughs) Melo should have been on the team. That's another second. Harrison Barnes on the team. Yeah, I didn't know he was on the team. But I think. Being that it's the FIBA World Cup, you just gonna get anybody. Yeah, like the, the star players do not want to play in the FIBA World Cup because nah. it really ain't. It's not the That's Olympics. JV to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's the JV. <laughs> Come next year, you are gonna have if LeBron is healthy. He I don't gonna know. Play. I don't know if LeBron gonna play next year. If he's healthy, I think he will want to play. Because I think he'll be like he not play as many minutes. How old will LeBron be? He'll be 35. Yeah, I don't know if he's playing. But I think it's, it's all about health. He don't have to play a ton of minutes. I think Dame Lillard is going to play. I think Steph is now going to play for the first time. Because Steph has never. Be out there. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> now you might gonna, be back there. Yo, in, in, in China, you're going to have the creme de la creme yeah. top players yeah. playing. Yeah. It ain't going to be like, I'm not, I'm good. Yeah, and they'll do it for their brand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think even if now, I think the brand is like China is one of the biggest. Now, you yeah. they travel overseas and off season so much now. It's, the Olympics ain't even a, 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 a venue. To really recognize your brand, because right. now they got two brands all over the place now. Yeah. But as we transition and we, we we wrap up on our last topic, it's been an epic uh, episode. We gave you a lot of content. The Marcus cousin, you know, he's been in the the news not only from a, a new ACL injury with the Lakers. I'm sure the Lakers probably like, damn, playing with the the, the Warriors last year, been banged up. He got traded to the Pelicans. He tore his Achilles. Now he got attachment out for his arrest with his baby moms, you know, not letting his son, you know, come to the, you know, his wedding. Yeah. Well, give me a real quick thought on the Demarcus Cousins situation. Right. I, I think, right, he just having a lot of bad luck in life right now. Mm-hmm. And to go on his baby mother, I think she did wrong for not letting his son come to his wedding. Right. Like, we're not together no more. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like it's about this, the kid. Yeah, this is this is man's son. He should be able to attend his father's wedding. Yeah, and I know he regretting not signing that deal with the Warriors. And that's what we're saying. We can go back to Dak. Should look at the situation. The Marcus Cousin. The Marcus Cousin was on a path of getting by two hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. He should have signed that deal yeah. with the Pelicans. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> not signing the that deal. Not signing that deal with the Pelicans to go bet on yourself. And I know you're betting on your talent, but you don't know what can happen to your health. Mm-hmm. And, but I think right now, 
it's just, man, if I'm him, bro, I don't even know where his headspace is right now. Because yeah. you would never, ever get up. Up for what? How much is the Pelicans was willing to give him? Like, like a two-year deal, like like fifty, sixty million. Yeah, like sixty million dollars. Yeah, he he would never get another sixty million, even if he was with Sacramento, just lose and say I'm gonna stay here and sign up. What he would have got about two hundred million. Oh, with, definitely. He was there for a max deal. Yeah, with, without with, getting hurt with the Pelicans, he was yeah. going for a max deal. Yes, yeah. even at Sacramento, if yeah. you took the deal early. Yep. Yeah, what you got, bro? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Marcus is like a cautionary tale. So guys at NBA should look at that situation and be like, look, sometime a bird in the hand. You're two in the bush, baby. Yeah. So just <laughs> look day. at it and understand that, yeah, you may not be in the ideal situation you right. might want to be in. About you day. may not be getting offered exactly what you want to get offered, but you can always get out of these NBA. They, right. they find a way to work you out. Yeah, look at, look at your boy yeah. from the uh, OKC, yeah. Paul George. Yeah. And you can get out of it. Yeah. So if you get an opportunity and somebody putting a bunch of money in front of you. Take it. Yeah, take it. You know, so. Yeah. Other than that, I hope, I'm you know hopefully everything will be all right with him because I know he's in a bad space. Yeah, yeah bro, it, it, it's, it's sad, brother. His you know his, his his baby moms put him in a situation to be doing the things that he did. It, it, like, come on, bro. Like, how you not let the man's son, son come to the wedding? No, that that is just yeah. trifling <laughs> of all trifling. That showed and, me you're not over me. It and, and she made it by her, not by the son. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. But, man, it's been another epic podcast. I know my brothers, gave, they got a, another event to hit. They got to get going. Summer Breeze, baby. Summer Breeze, whatever that is. But, uh, mm-hmm. Keith, give me your closing thoughts, man, about this uh, episode. It's uh, been it's been another great episode. You know, I thank Elliot for coming out. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Bless us, baby. Always prepared. Hey, bro, you keep this up, man. We're going to get you a T-shirt, bro. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> He's been asking for a T-shirt. I did. I said, I got, we got you, yeah. so, We got you, So, bro. actually... We need to get a bulk of T-shirts and have it coming to the to 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 set up a whole uh, what they what, what uh, pop up shop. No, no, <laughs> no. What you put online? Uh, we we got you. Organ Brothers brand coming. Yeah, soon. yeah, we coming got soon. You. We got but you. you can go out and get your own we T-shirt. We got you. To promote to promote the brand. We got you. But uh, definitely, um, Keith, what I'm, you wearing? What you wearing tonight? I'm wearing Oregon Brothers t shirt right now. I like oh, it. No, what tonight, you about? Tonight, tonight. Tonight. You going out then? You and the other going. What you, oh, what you want? I ain't even think about that yet. I'm going to go to the home. No, you, need to the to, you need to rock the Organ Brother t shirt with a blazer. Nah, I dog. can't do that, though. <laughs> that might be a good look. No, that's, that's a good look, though. You got to represent the brand, though. Let me tell you how to dress. <laughs> it might be, but I ain't think, I ain't think that far yet. <laughs> but. But uh, it might be, you know what? That's it, a good look, bro. Might be, a blazer with some jeans and all the t shirt. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, that might raise. You just what I'm rocking tonight. <laughs> you can thank me. EP, what you got, bro? Hey, uh, first and foremost, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, it's been phenomenal just like last time. So I always look forward to coming and hanging out. Uh, great discussion. Uh, you know, always chopping it up like they were key on the regular, and this just makes it even more Absolutely. enjoyable. Uh, so shout out to Cowboys. We gotta get it done tomorrow. Uh, he had to throw that shit in. I got Come on, Yo, you really want to make this podcast again? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> we, we gotta give him that shout out. Other than that, are you watching the game at tomorrow? Uh, you know what? You know you live way out like the boom. Yeah, yeah. that's why I took. Y'all that's why we was late. No, you <laughs> live way out. How long took you to get here? About forty minutes. Man, it's you left home early. You left home late. Then the other kid, yeah, you should have lied to us. What time you left home? <laughs> like this yesterday. Yeah, you know that, right? <laughs> he left home at three thirty. <laughs> but yeah, for real though. Uh, so yeah, definitely got to find out where we're watching the game, man. Because I definitely got to see the game. Yeah, you know yeah. we on. Actually, 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 I don't know. If you want to come back out this way? We actually got some Giants 
some homeboys we out the NYC, Chris, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. I'm quite sure they're going to probably. That's right. Saints is on Monday, though. Right? Yeah. 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 No, no, we got some yeah. NYC family that probably reached out. I'm quite sure they're going to want to go out and watch the game tomorrow. Yes, sir. So, I don't know. Just, you know. We'll figure it out. But, yeah, thanks yeah. for having me, though. Over the Ray Ray. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's been an epic podcast. We gave a lot of content this right. evening. I want to thank EP Speaks. He got his podcast coming yeah, soon. soon. I thank my brother for coming out. Key, you know, it's all love, bro. Shout out to D Springs. Look like Texas A&M getting their they brains beat out. Hopefully Tuskegee whipping up on Alabama State. So shout out to JD. You know, shout out to my family. Shout out to everybody in New Orleans. You know how we do. And we're going to roll out to a little bit of that, that hood music. You know, that good old uh, future with my man Meek Mills and Dope Boy. You heard me? Hey, keep niggas up. Yeah. You Crazy, don't tell water. This the real face, fuck the bitch, broke our heart. She think we still dang. Three choppers sitting in the car, we play it real safe. Fifty million dollars in cash, that's a cold case. Spent so much cash in Chanel, they wanna see ID. Bust down on the Uchi while I'm 